state championship, the title game, between the West Central Heat and the Amboy Loyal Ohio Clippers. Uh, it is Friday night lights. You can't get much better than playing under the lights on a Friday night for high school football. State championship time. It is cold. Um, there is snow piled up on the ends, uh, past the end zones here on the field. They had to clean them off. Monmouth College has done a great job. They put on uh, the extra sidelines to make the field a little narrower for eight-man. And, uh, Dad, I'm not sure it's short of – I mean, we're warm up here, so you can kind of forget the weather, but it, this, this is a great scene for a state championship football game. Right, right. You know, we started with the playoffs here for West Central. That first game was like 65 degrees and not too bad. The next week it was uh, 50 degrees and 30-mile-an-hour wind. And last week it was 32 degrees and snowed off and on throughout yeah. the game. And today takes the prize for cold. Today the current temperature is 22 degrees Fahrenheit, but it says it feels like 14 outside. Uh, the wind is about 6 mile an hour, so not a lot of wind, which that's good. Uh, but i tell you what, I'm, I'm sure of one thing. These kids that are getting ready to play, that, that cold, they're not feeling that right now. That's not at all what they're thinking about. They're ready to get going here. Been a West Central Heat. They come in a nice game, 12-0, and uh, undefeated season. The last couple games have been a test for them. Uh, and, boy, they come in at 10-2, and uh, specifically for the Heat. Two games ago, they were at the, probably the first time uh, this season they were down uh, in a game in the first half. They came out in the second half in that game. And really just control the, uh, the thing that everybody's been talking about for a whole week now across the entire state uh, was their win over Polo last week on a last-second walk-off touchdown run by Caden Drosty. Uh, I was not able to be there, but, Dad, you were there on the call with Sean Temple. What was it like to be there for that, 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 that play of that game last week? You know, not just the play, but the game in general. What a game to watch. It was back and forth, back and forth. And I said early on that this game, when it started, that it was probably going to boil down to who had the ball last, and that's exactly the way it played out. Both teams played very well offensively. Um, the defense wasn't horrible, but you got two teams that really know what they're doing on offense. And, uh, you know, that last play with 4.2 seconds left, I, I thought they were going to tackle him or run him out of bounds, and he made that little cutback and split between those three defenders. The next thing you know, he's crossing the goal line. Yeah, you know, what a great game to watch. I saw the video afterwards, and even watching the video, you think there's no way, and the next thing you know, he just pops out, which we've seen Drossi do in other situations, but none like that as the clock was expiring and they're down. They ended up winning that 50-48 to last week to advance its tonight's state championship uh, game. Amboy, they defeated St. Thomas Moore last week, 54-22. Um, these two teams have met up once before this year. West Central came out on top of that, but their Amboy's uh, starting quarterback was injured then. He is back now, has been back for a couple games, and so West Central is going to get more of a complete view of this Amboy team tonight in the state championship title game. I imagine it's going to be a great game going to be a ton of fun to call, even better since we're in this warm room and uh, ready to go for the state championship game. Uh, head coaches for these teams, Amboy Scott Payne, it's his third season. He's 19-10, and 10-2 and this year. And Jason Kirby is 12-0 and this year. Uh, he's been at West Central for seven years. And speaking of him, we're going to take a quick break and come back with his uh, pregame interview with Sean Temple. Uh, you're listening to West Central Heat football state championship game here tonight on Sunday 97.7 WMY. Welcome back to Sunday 97.7 WMOI. It's time for the pregame coach's interview. Joining me here on the pregame, I've got West Central Heat head coach, Mr. Jason Kirby. Coach, championship Friday night. How exciting is that, man? Pretty exciting. 
pretty exciting. Uh, just so happy for our kids and our community. The outpouring of support and the unbelievable um, coverage that, that we've been getting for our kids has been uh, very, very exciting. I, I got a chance to hear, and speaking of the coverage, and, and we'll, we'll get with the games here in a minute, but uh, I, I got to send a shout-out to, to, uh, to the guy that scored the touchdown. Uh, that sent you to the, the state championship game on a walk-off touchdown, Caden Drossi. I got a chance to hear him a little bit on a, on a post-game show and have read some stuff in the paper this week. What, what, an, what an incredible young man he is, first of all, as, a, as, as just a student athlete and as an athlete as well. And I think you've got a bunch of those. Yeah, we're, we're pretty fortunate, Sean. Just, I, I've, I've tried really hard to uh, get across to people what kind of kids we have here and uh, the type of people that are on this football team and how they are not just leaders on the football field, but leaders in hallways. And they're going to be awesome leaders in our communities. And, uh, you know, that, that the interviews that they've done here lately really show that. And, uh, you know, I, I get too much credit for all of this. They're awesome. Um, and, and during the game itself, I've seen, I seen a couple good shots by Parker Meldrum and some other kids on defense, and immediately they would reach down and help the other guy up, uh, who they just uh, put on the turf, helped him up. And then after the game, uh, shortly after, shortly after uh, Caden crossed the end zone, a couple kids went over and started immediately started shaking hands and kind of hugging some of the polo guys. I think both teams realized what an incredible, an incredible high school football game. And folks, if you haven't, if you don't know, I'll give you some some uh, some some background on it. Uh, West Central trailing with 40 seconds to go in the ball game and and drive down the field and, and score a walk off touchdown, which doesn't happen very often unless it's overtime. You, I I don't I have never called a walk off unless it was in overtime in regulation. Um, just an incredible scene, folks, and 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 what an incredible football game. What was it like coaching in a game like that? I, I want to hear your ending broadcast. Uh, it's I not really good. Do. I can't imagine how crazy you went. It's <laughs> I, I can't imagine. Uh, uh, what what an ending. What what an amazing uh, deal. Um, you know, the sportsmanship. I can't imagine being on Polo's side. Yes. I mean, Soltal runs that ball in with 47 seconds left. You know, that's probably the greatest play in Polo football history if we don't score. Fourth and two, we jammed him up. He, he spins out of that somehow figures out a way to score and when when they're losing gets it in there and then you know Houdini comes out and and somehow figures a way out to make it into the end zone with three seconds left and then as you pointed out you know the amazing amount of sportsmanship that both teams showed gosh Polo was incredibly gracious in in defeat uh I I'm not sure I would have uh been able to compose myself the way they were um, they were amazing. Um, Ted and his kids just were absolutely gracious to us, wished us the best of luck, and said, go win the state finals. Um, and then, you know, we're always proud of our kids, but, you know, they were in that situation, and yet they still made it to the 50-yard line to shake hands and and uh, talk about it. So, yeah, it was it was uh, pretty special time for West Central High School and uh, Henderson County. I, I know I know coaches of, of eight man football and anybody associated with eight man footballs been trying to, to promote the sport. Let's let's get the sport out there. Let's promote it. And this was this play was all over the state of Illinois. It's great representation of eight man football. I think. Uh, well, you know, and you and I have spoke about this more than anyone. Um, that eight man football is about to explode in Illinois. Um, it, it's 
it's going to bring back small school uh, football, really small school football, like the, the size of school that I'm working with. And it's going to revive communities uh, much as it has ours in a belief in their school system to have a, their own football football team and community so in their community so uh it, it it's been awesome to see it uh, i think i had like 700 text messages when i got back to my phone it was something stupid but you know i tried to answer them all and tried to be um as gracious as i can to everybody and, and spend some time talking to them if, if you're listening and i haven't returned a phone call or a text message to you i'm sorry i'm i'm still trying to take all this in i uh back on the final call i've i've had uh, doing two games a week, at least two games a week for the past 10, 11 years. You know, I've done a lot of football games. I've had some really close ones. And normally when I give a call of a touchdown like that, I'm thinking to myself, I'll bet that sounded terrible over the air. And I come back to the station, I listen to it, because we podcast all of our games. For the folks that didn't get to hear the game on Saturday, it is podcast up on our website, so you can go back and listen to it. But when I get back to the station, it's like, okay, it wasn't as bad as I thought. This one was this one was not good. Me and Ron Grant were just basically screaming through the entire run. So I apologize <laughs> to the folks. <laughs> this one was not good. <laughs> but it was fun. the the uh, the TV guys that was next to us. They were screaming. The, the entire press box was screaming. Man, it was it was it was it was a lot. It was a lot of fun. Uh, let's talk about the game itself a little bit. Uh, X's and O's wise. What a, what a great job. Uh, Fifty to forty eight. You you normally wouldn't talk about defense, but I got to bring some kids up on your defense that we called the name of many times. It maybe doesn't get uh, announced a ton, uh, at least at least on the air. Landon Winters nine tackles and Colton Fletcher with thirteen. We said their names a lot on Saturday. Landon had an awesome game, uh, not just in uh, in in his run defense uh, from the corner position, which is you know terrible, but the, but. Um, how he played pass defense and making sure they didn't uh, get anything deep on him in, in that situation. But, you know, um, we put our corners in such a bad situation defensively with, with what we have to do um, in eight-man football. And Landon has just done an awesome job in, you know, understanding that he can't let a play go deep, but he's also expected in run support. And uh, he's, you know, it, it's his first year back since his freshman year, and it's like he never missed a beat. And he's a, a huge part of all the success that we've had. And Colton Fletcher, talk about his ball game as well. Same, same deal with Fletch. You know, I challenged Fletch in the summer that he had to be more physical in order for us to uh, be elite. And he has been a rock star out there. As far as you know, we 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 try to put him on somebody that we were in fear of uh, getting deep. Fletch has got great eyes. Um, his his eyes are on his key all the time, and he's just exactly. Uh, like Landon in, in the sense that he has been a huge, huge asset to our run support. And, you know, when you're reading, and in our corners case, number one, and number one gives you a run read, you got to get up there and get in it. And yet they're, they're able to do that. So that's been awesome for us. Well, and we're moving on to the state championship, taking on Amboy Lamoille Ohio Co-op 10-2. Uh, and two. Uh, you've seen him somewhat recently. Final regular season game, which you won 68-30, which I know you. You don't even want to talk about that one. Um, but you had a 56-18 lead at that, but it was only 24-12 at the end of one. A 68-30 win over Amboy Lamoille. It's a little different than seeing them early in the season because teams totally change from the first three games of the year, say, uh, than they would the last three games. But you've seen them somewhat recently. How helpful is that going to be? Uh, yes and no. Um Seven of their eight players on offense are going to be the same. Their quarterback is new. 
Um, he, he was injured for much of the season. He's a really good player um, and, and had a ton of success in terms of uh, what what he's capable to add to their offense in terms of dynamics. Um, they're going to try and run him quite a bit. You know, he's a senior. This is his last football game. Uh, he's not going to, he's not going to leave anything on the table either. So, you know, uh, he's going to be a player that we have to make sure we can account for. Um, and our, our kids are going to have to make sure we keep him in the pocket. Um, 21, their fullback has had a great playoff run. They have uh, done a, a really nice job being physical and downhill with him, and that's something we're going to have to contend with. And, and as I said from the beginning, 85, their tight end is the, the best tight end in Illinois, and we've had to figure out a way to try to manage what he does and still keep our continuity in what we do defensively. So, you know, it's, there's, a lot, there's a lot that we have to uh, get through our kids' head and make sure that we've got set up and, and are prepared to – to line up correctly in, in, in formations to, to defend things the way we're supposed to. Um, uh, looking at the box score from last time, you had three guys over 100 yards, which is not anything abnormal for, for, for the Heat uh, rushing attack. Uh, and looking at their side, had some long runs. So as fast as uh, West Central is speed-wise, looks like, at least on paper, and, and I haven't had a chance to see them, and boys got a little speed themselves. Well, as I already pointed out, three is really quick. The tailback number five, um, has had a couple long runs on us. I know he had over 100 on us, and then of course 85 uh, in the passing game. So yeah, they they've got dynamic athletes that uh, that we're going to have to make sure we we know where they're at and what their roles are in their formations. All right, coach, uh, go out there and finish this thing, man. Uh, this I, if if you're going to loot a Quaka, Stronghurst, or or Bigsville, or any of the surrounding towns, that Friday night might be the time to do it because there's going to be a ton of folks at April's on Memorial Stadium. It doesn't matter the cold, man. They're going to be there. I sure hope so, man. Good luck. Finish this thing, buddy. Thank you. West Central Heat football coach Jason Kirby on our pregame coach's interview is his Heat getting ready to kick things off here of the Illinois Eight-Man Football Association State Championship game at beautiful April Zorn Memorial Stadium on the campus of Monmouth College. We'll be back with a kickoff here on Sunday 97.7. Casey and Ron Grant will be back with a little bit more of the pregame show as well. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Prairie Communication Sports Network alongside Ron Grant. I am Casey Grant, and we are here with the state championship of the Illinois Eight-Man Football League here at April Zorn Stadium at Monmouth College, a turf field. They made it to the turf tonight. Uh, it is cold, uh, but they are here, and that's what, they, that, that's what counts. Uh, you just listened to Coach Kirby's pregame interview. A couple stats here for you tonight. West Central comes into this game. Uh, well, they've been on fire. I mean, stats-wise, they've got some crazy stats. I mean, Caden Drossi comes in with over 3,000 yards in the season, which is just nuts for a high school football player. But on top of that, you got Carnes, the quarterback, with 1,000 yards. Meldrum, the fullback, he's got 850. And then three other guys with over 100 yards on the year. I mean, there's just a lot of rushing and not a lot of passing. Amboy's a little more balanced, though. Yeah, Amboy's got uh, their quarterback, Tucker Lindenmeyer, in six games. He's got uh, 327 yards. He was out six games with an injury. And then Landon Welchel has 1,386 yards. Quinn Leffelman, 838. And Brennan Blaine has 110. Brennan Blaine is a bigger threat on the receiving side. He has 40 receptions for over 1,000 yards and 19 touchdowns. So he's going to be a problem for the, for the uh, West Central. Yeah, and you can... 
You heard in Coach Kirby's interview, he talked about well, these kids, they're piling around these referees. The referees are ready to go. West Central just ran out onto the field through their uh, banner. While the clock's at zero, they're ready for the opening kickoff. But uh, I've never seen so many camera people out on the field. Yeah, and the referees are going, all right, everybody off. Yeah, let's, let's go. go. It's time to go. Let's go. Uh, well, speaking of people, huge crowd. Yeah, huge crowd on both sides of the Yeah, field. honestly, and boy, they've got, if you've been to Monmouth College's football field here, the, the bleachers on the opposite side are full, too, and they've got people lined up all on the fence all the way down the side. Uh, and then the home field bleachers here right in front of us, they're full, too. So, I mean, a great turnout all together for this state championship game, which you'll love to see for any any high school sport, but especially this. Uh, of course, Amboy made a much uh, further trip than uh, uh, West Central did, uh, but they're here and they're ready to go. Amboy's going to receive the opening kickoff. West Central's elected to kick here. They're going to uh, kick it from their own uh, 40-yard line here to start the game back deep for Amboy. We're a little farther away. i got to get used to seeing numbers from up here. Can you see something five? Oh. Maybe it is number five, probably landing what? No, 35 maybe? Uh, you know, Boy, I cannot tell. tell. Yeah, you know, it is back deep. He just turned sideways. Yeah. <laughs> Could you face us for a second? Yeah, right, right. Uh, <laughs> West Central this year, so far, we've seen them mostly kick, squib kicks, or even onside kicks. And so, and boy, they've got uh, seven guys up within 15 yards of the ball. And there it is, a quick onside kick to the, uh, the near side. West Central's going left to right here from the press box, number 58. Uh, the hardest name on the book here. Yep. Vincent Zembruski uh, is the one that recovers the opening kickoff. Way to start the game. That's a good way to start it with yeah. a game like that. So here we go, folks. We're going to see our first uh, possession here in this game. Amboy is going to start off with the ball. Again, their three main players, Lyndon Meyer, Welchel, and Leffelman here. Lyndon Meyer uh, is the quarterback. He is number three. And uh, they've got a fullback tailback set up. The quarterback's under center. West Central in their four-man front defense. Here comes the handoff to number five, which is Landon Welchel, and he's going to get tackled pretty quickly only after a couple-yard game, so a good stop there for West Central defense to uh, kick off the game here. Yeah, Drosty got the first tackle there, so I think he had like nine solo tackles last week and a few assists, so he's all over the ball. Yeah, uh, interesting fact here for the uh, both teams have some guys that go two ways. West Central does a good job of keeping their linemen from going two ways, but Amboy plays as... Five two-way starters out of eight, and uh, West Central's got four. Play number two now, a shotgun that goes straight to number 35 for Amboy. Oh, the ball come loose. The ball came loose. I think he got back on it. Yeah, he did. Boy, Mason Carnes tried to recover that. That running back that time was number 35, Joel Billhorn, and it was uh, snapped straight to him, and he went over the left-hand side. and I think it was 85. What was it? I thought it was it 35. Was, uh, it was 85. Oh, Brad playing the tight yeah. end. Okay. Yeah, the big tight end. Yeah, that makes sense. Either way, he dropped it, but he he did get a few yards of gain out. It's going to be third and four. I think it looks like the scoreboard says three. Yeah. A long three. We'll give him five. <laughs> third and three here. I'm four and boys. So a big third down for West Central here. 10-44 in the first. Shotgun uh, formation here. A single back to We might see our first pass. Nope, it's an option to the right. To the blanket, 85 is going to get the first down, plus just a few extra yards. And Amboy is going to move the sticks in on the first offensive possession, get a first down here uh, in three plays. Nice option there uh, by the Clippers. Yeah, that's an 11-yard gain. That's, uh, that's a little too much. I thought they were going to slow him down in the backfield, but one guy missed him, and 
off he went. Yeah, was, they had the, the quarterback covered on that option play. He got hit as he was pitching it, but, of course, he got the pitch off to Blaine. And uh, the 11-yard game there gives him a first and 10. Well, it tells me even if they don't get that, they're going to go for a fourth down because you don't see a lot of punts in eight-man sure. football, which I've noticed the last three weeks. So first and 10 now. Again, Amboy's going from the right to left. They are on the uh, 38-yard line. And it's the first pass of the game. It goes through the hands of number 21, Quinn, uh, Quinn Lethlin. Lethelman. Lethelman. Sorry, read the name. Uh, so that's our first pass we've seen tonight. A little shotgun, a pass over the uh, uh, the left middle of the field there. Leffelman's out there, and it, it was a little high, but it did hit his hands. It went through his hands and dropped incomplete second and ten now for the Clippers. You know, I said last week it was going to be trying to catch a brick when it was 32 degrees. What do you suppose it was like today? Yeah, no kidding. Under center now, a little motion here, a little different formation. Here comes a uh, run up the middle over the left guard, really. And I believe that was 21. That's Leffelman again. So he didn't catch the pass. Instead, they gave him a run there, and he got about six yards out of that. It's going to be third and four for the Clippers. Not too bad a start, but, you know, two runs were too many yards. They're going to have to slow that down a little bit. I still think passing is going to be difficult today. Between the wind and the cold, and I think it's going to be a, a difficult game plan to throw the ball. You know, one of the things that makes these eight-man games fun is there is a lot of scoring. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I think it's the nature of only having eight players. Uh, you've heard Coach Kirby say it before, they got to have open field tackling, a lot of one-on-one. Two backs here under center is pulling back to Leffelman again. He makes a little jump cut to the right. He's going to be short of the first. But if he did get a couple yards, it's going to be fourth and one yeah. for the Clippers. Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> pretty confident that uh, they're going for it. Like I said, they don't yeah. punt much, well, especially fourth and one. And they're on the, the heat, what, 28-yard line there, so you're going for that for sure this, right. at this point. Big play here. If uh, West Central can get, a, can get a stop here, what a huge momentum boost. Yeah, not, that, not that there's really any momentum at this point, but... But this will create it. Yes, it will. You get a big stop here, you'll create it. And the question is, and I always get to that point, in these situations, the thing that worries me is a deep pass. I mean, you want to say they're just going to run something under the middle. they got a fullback tailback under center. Oh, a little jump and there. Jump. There we go. Yep, 58 for Amboy. Yep, That's the Benchens and Bruschi. He uh, flinched on the left end. I think they're trying to get West Central to jump, and instead they jump. It's going to knock him back five, and now we've got a it's a lot different situation now. Fourth and six for him. Yes, that was a big play. You know, it was kind of a late flag. I don't think they threw the flag until the West Central kids started pointing at him. <laughs> but it was a definite flinch by the uh, tight end there, Zembruski. And uh, boy, now you, I mean, it's a completely different play call if you're Amboy from fourth and one to fourth and six. And so now they're going to spread them out. They got two wideouts on each side in shotgun formation. Here's the snap. It's definitely passed. A little pressure. He's scrambling. He's in trouble. He gets a pass off. It's going to be short. Oh, Knockdown. Smart play there by number 12, Caden Drosty. Wow. He's there on defense. The quarterback tried to throw it up deep, and it was definitely short. Drosty could have easily caught it. And I say that's a smart play. I, you know, But as fast as Drosty is, yeah, if he catches that, he's he got might, a lot of open ground in front of him. And he was in stride. I mean, he was already going the kind of the right direction. Right. I mean, he maybe could have made something out of that. Right. Either way. This is exactly what you want if you're West Central. You got a, a turnover on downs. They didn't score. Now you get a chance to be the first on the board. 
and we're going to get our first look at Drosty and the Heat offense here tonight in this cold weather. Mason making a few adjustments at the line. They're going to give it to Meldrum up the middle, and he's just going to run into a pile there. He maybe got a yard, two yards out of that. Yeah, you know, and that, about that previous play, it was obvious he was not trying to catch that. He just batted it right down yeah. to the ground so nobody could catch it. Yeah, he wanted to make sure they got the ball, which, like I said, that is smart, but, man, you just wonder, a kid as explosive as he is. Wonder Seven, what could have happened. 7.30 to play here in the first quarter, second and eight now for uh, the Heat. They're going to run a pitch to Drossy to the right, gets a couple blocks, tries to get the edge, he gets knocked out of bounds there. Uh, looked like it was number five, Landon Welchel, on the, the tackle there to knock him out of bounds. He's going to be just shy of the first down, it looks like. It's like a seven-yard gain. They're going to mark him. It'll be a long oh, one. These guys are actually marking it in between yard lines. Look yeah. Last week that wasn't happening. They yeah. were almost on every yard marker. <laughs> Third and one here. Same formation. Carnes going to keep it. 20 for the first down. Boy, he had nobody touching there. He, I mean, he got four yards, five yards out of that easily. Right, right. That's uh, about six out of it. Yeah. I just keep doing that. March well, down the field to score. He did a lot of that last year. Seven ten remaining. Still scoreless here in the first. The state championship game. The West Central Heat and the Amboy Clippers. Pitch to the left to Drossy now. Catches the block, jumps inside, misses. It makes another guy miss and is brought down. Past the 50-yard line now, almost to the 45 on the uh, Clippers side there, and it's going to be yeah down at the 44-yard or 46-yard line. Sorry, seven-yard gain. Second and three now for the Heat on another pitch to the left. So far, uh, Amboy's defense done a good job of setting the edge and not letting Drossy get anywhere. Oh, look, look at that. that patience! Look at that! Oh, he shoots through. He's got some space. Makes one guy miss. He's going the 15 to 10. Oh. The Five, that's a touchdown. The heater on the board. Drosty with another touchdown. And the Heat go up first tonight in this state championship game. That is his 57th touchdown on the season. 57 in one season, Dad. Yeah, he, uh, you know, what can you say? He, he waited. He didn't try to hit the hole too soon. He waited, got through the hole, and then ran out of hand tackles. Three kids had their hands on him. He just ran right out of them. I mean, we we have we have said this. I mean, I wasn't at the game last week, but uh, two weeks ago and the week before that, I mean, we said this a couple of times. That Drossy does a good job of waiting on his blockers and following. Two point conversion now, a little misdirection, and Drossy goes in almost untouched. And the two point conversion is good, and so is six twenty eight remaining. Six twenty eight left in the first quarter. Uh, the uh, Heat go up eight to nothing. And uh, take that, they're the first to strike here tonight on a Drosty, what, a 46-yard touchdown run, I think, yeah. right? And yeah. then a, a two-point conversion, both by Drosty. And, uh, man, the Heat offense looking good. Yeah, that's just, uh, you know, we've talked all about how he, you cannot tackle him just using your hands. Even in warm weather, that's, that's tough to do. But it's this cold, you've got to get your arms around him. If you don't, He's going to break tackles and run right away from you every yeah. time. Yeah, and let's be honest, he breaks tackles in the warm weather, too. So He does, but it's even harder when it's this cold out. Tonight's uh, broadcast brought to you by, uh, in part by the Belted Cow Orchard. Tomorrow morning when you get out of bed, head to the Belted Cow for some delicious donuts and coffee. The Belted Cow also has gift items, lotus drinks, and Boilingo uh, beef. It's more than just an orchard. It's the Belted Cow Orchard, 1821 East Highway, 164 between Monica and Aquaca. Proud supporters of the West Central Heat 
Eight to nothing is your score. Six twenty-eight left in the first quarter. West Central on the board first. Now looking to kick off. The last time they did this, they came out of their huddle and uh, pretty quickly did a little onside kick to the near side. West Central is going. They're going to do the same thing straight ahead. Oh, the ball is loose. It's loose. There's a pile in the middle. The refs are coming in to pull it apart. I think it's going to be. It oh, it is West Central. They get the ball. They recut. Drosty, he's got it. Drosty came up with that ball. Oh, I never even saw wow. it was. Man, all the times you see that on a kickoff, the team huddles up in the middle, and they fake that kick, and then they spread out and do whatever they're going to do. And not this time, man. They just took off and kicked it right up the middle. Uh, Amboy did not have anybody right in the middle, so it bounced around a little, and Drosty came up with it. And so just like that, they're going to get a chance to go up two scores. Uh, first and 10 on the uh, 48-yard line. Misdirection. Drosty again over the right guard, waiting for a block there. Didn't open up and got brought down. Maybe a one-yard game there. Eh, two yards. They're going to give him about two yards, maybe. Yeah, he was tackled by the big tight end, Brennan Blaine, number 85. Had him. He wasn't going anywhere. I think that was the play they just scored the touchdown on, so they tried it again. No good that time. Didn't open it up like it, it, didn't open up like it did the first time. Right. So West Central here. Again, back on offense, off an onside, basically an onside kick right up the middle. This time, ooh, Carnes fakes the handoff to Meldrum up the middle and uh, keeps it himself. Good defense there by Amboy. Yeah, they didn't buy the fake. He no. only got a yard out of that. And I think that was supposed to be an option. Uh, he was supposed to have the option for an option, if that makes sense. Right. Uh, but he got wrapped up pretty quickly. The only reason he got two yards out of that is because he drugged two defenders with him. Right. They third and two downs to get seven yards. Third and six. By the way, the snowflakes are falling now. A little snow happening here tonight. Pitch to Drossy, wide left, looking for blocks, cuts back in. Well done by Amboy defense there. they, Boy, they had that eight up. You could tell their sideline and coaches were excited about that. He is dangerous out there, and they set that edge. They had three guys out there to contain him yeah, and bring him down. Quinn Luffelman hit him first. He didn't, they didn't do a very good job of blocking him. He kind of fought it off. And... So now West Central's offense looking at their first uh, kind of stall out here. It's going to be fourth and six. They're on their own, or I'm sorry, on the uh, Clipper 40-yard line, basically. Fourth and six. We'll see what Coach Kirby and the Coaches here have drawn up for this. I think you're going to see a pitch wide. Mason Carnes kind of looking, and we're going to get our first time out of the game. So with that, we'll take our first time out as well. We'll take a break for 30 seconds. Uh, don't go away. Come back with more state championship uh, football for the West Central here. Heat here on uh, Sunday, 97.7 WMOI. Welcome back to West Central Heat football here, the state championship game against the Amboy Clippers. Fourth and six. From the uh, Clipper 40, it's going to be a pitch to the right to Drossi. He's got to get six yards. I'm man. Oh, gosh. He framed that guy. Look at him. He's still going. What a run for Drossi. Holy cow. He should have been tackled at least twice, if not three times there. And instead, he gets all the way down to almost the 10-yard line. What a stinking effort there by Caden Drosty. He's just running out of hand tackles. He's just running well, right he, out of them. Uh, well, let's, he ran give over one say, let's give him a little credit because he flat out ran over that other that one defender there. I mean, three guys. He needed six yards. He looked like he wasn't going to get necessarily two. I think he was going to get the six either way. Got 29 out of Gosh, him. he ran out of all of it. There's a handoff up the middle. Look goes. at that play. Drost, that was misdirection. I'll be honest, folks, if you're listening to this, 
Uh, I didn't call that play well because I that misdirection fooled me for a minute. I didn't know who had the ball, but Drosky had it. He came out to the left over the tackle and scored again. That's his second touchdown of the night. So the West Central Heat on the board again. They go up two scores, four minutes, three seconds left in the first quarter, and they have a 14 nothing lead now. They're going to go for a two-point conversion. Uh, well done by the West Central offense there. You know, i got to say one one thing. I'm going to have a sore arm if you don't quit hitting my left arm. Sorry, that was a good play there. Good hit there by Drossi. Yeah, but he got in, though. He got in. He kind of jumped over one player, took a hit, but uh, he got into the corner there, and it rests a touchdown or two-point conversion. Good, I should say. So 16 to nothing is your score with 4.03 left in the first quarter. West Central out on top here, a quick two-score lead. Um, you know, an 11-man football and boom. This is this is a pretty good lead, but uh, I feel like in this, we talked about it earlier. There's a lot of scoring in this eight-man football. See, I mean that that if you're in, boy, the trick now for these coaches and these players is to stay in it, right? Because you're definitely not out of it. I mean, mentally stay in it because you're not out of the game by any means. You no, know, you can't give up. Ton of ton of time, and we're only in the first quarter. Still four minutes left in the first quarter, and. Um, you know, shoot, they can well, put some points on the board, too. Amboy's here for a reason. They're here because they have a good team. And secondly, I'm sure their coaches are really good at making adjustments when yeah. things aren't working for them. They'll change something up and make it a little harder on West Central, I'm sure. Yeah, and they average 41.8, almost 42 points a game themselves. So they score, and uh, they'll get there. That also means if you're West Central, you can't relax on defense uh, because they'll take advantage of it. Here we go again, another kickoff here for the West Central Heat. And we're going to see what they do this time. We've seen two different things out of them here. There's still a gap in the middle. Yeah, now they send, Amboy sends one guy up. Same thing, right up the middle. And this time, they, Amboy's able to cover it up well. Leffelman tried, but it's actually uh, the, the tight end there, uh, Blaine, that recovers that one. So this time, it didn't work. West Central, the Heat defense is going to have to do their job this time around. And uh, Amboy offense is going to get another chance at the ball here. It's going to be first and 10 from their own 47-yard line. The Amboy Clippers here looking to uh, retaliate after uh, going down two scores now. Fill back a tailback, under center as a quarterback, handoff to the tailback. He goes over the right-hand side. He's actually tripped up initially by Drosty and then brought down uh, after, we get four on that? Three? Three. Three. That was a really hard game there. Got right to the 50-yard line there. It's going to be second and seven for the Clippers. Who ran that? Was that Welch? Yeah, uh, yeah, Landon Welch. Yeah. Landon Welch, we haven't seen much of him. He's actually the leading uh, rusher, isn't he, for the Clippers? Yeah, he's had guy? two carries. Yeah. yeah, he's only had a couple carries here. He goes across in motion. They're looking pass. It's oh, going boy. deep, but it's a bad pass. Oh, uh, Blaine. He tried to get out there. Decent coverage, though. Number nine, uh, Landon Winters for the Heat defense. He was on him. He yeah. saw it coming and had it out there. The throw, I wasn't looking. Did he get hit or was he no, pressured? No, but he, or... he was pressured. pressured. Uh, Mason Carnes was all over him. He had to throw it a lot sooner than he wanted to. Yeah, I think he had to kind of lob it up. It wasn't a very good throw. Uh, it was too high. I mean, he's lucky it wasn't intercepted. Yeah, the only people out there, though, were uh, Blaine and then Winters, the defender. And Blaine's a tall kid. Like, he's got a size advantage here. He's got Drossi one-on-one here on the near side. They're looking pass again. More pressure over the middle. Oh, goodness, what a catch. And Drossi, was it Drossi that time? Yeah, he's coming across the middle. That time he was not trying to knock it down. No. He just didn't. He should have had an interception. 
but he missed it. It popped out loose, and then was a Blaine came up with it, didn't he? Yep, yep, he caught it. Blaine? It was a seven or a five-yard gain. Yeah, Blaine caught it. Now it's going to be fourth and two on a tipped pass that was caught. So technically that's a reception for Brennan Blaine. And uh, he's going to be fourth and two now for Amboy. They're on the, the West Central 45-yard line now. That's one maybe he should have knocked down, except it wasn't fourth down. Yeah, he sh- yeah right. He should have caught that one. Yeah. All right, fourth and two now. we got a wing on the left, uh, uh, one tailback under center. He's going to give it to the tailback. He's going to get the first down. I can't see the number yet. Who that was? I think it was Quinn, and, or Quinn Leffelman. Yes, it was. Quinn Leffelman, 20 for the first down. It's going to be first and 10 now for the Clippers from uh, the Heat 41-yard line. First and ten, the Clippers' offense. Well, they haven't. Done, they've tried a few passes. Uh, I mean, they completed one, I guess, but it yeah. was kind of a fluke. But uh, I think, if, if I'm honest, that was the thing that I was worried about. Whenever you have a team like the Heat that is just so run heavy, they're not always real good at defending the pass, and you get a little nervous. But so far, so good. I mean, they've done a good job of pressuring um, Lindenmeyer, the quarterback, when they've thrown a pass. There's another pass set up. Uh, uh, Option to the right. Well, the quarterback got smacked again. It's a pitch Good to tackle. Blaine. Good tackle there. Grossi again. Uh, 35, 35. Meldrum on the tackle there. Good job. Uh, that looked like a passing formation. They had two guys split to the left. The quarterback was in shotgun, and then uh, Blaine was the only uh, running back, and they actually ran an option. They run an option twice now. Both times, uh, Lindenmeyer's taking a shot on yeah. those options. Yeah. Nothing, nothing vicious. Just, I mean, he's he's getting covered like he should be on an option. Under center now, one back and one wing to the right. It's going to go to left from in under uh, up the middle. There, he's going to be short of the first down, so it's going to be third and short for the Clippers. Decent defense again by the Heat, forcing a third down. Uh, they're going to have to get another stop here if they want to get it back. We're under a minute now to play in the first. Again, if you're just joining us, West Central has a 16-0 lead over the Amboy Clippers here. It's the state championship title match against uh, Amboy at Aples Orange Stadium here at Monmouth College campus. Beautiful field, beautiful winter night here. There were some flurries earlier. I don't see any snow now. Probably going to be the last, off and off, last play of the first quarter, I would expect. 30 seconds left, under center again, and it's going to give it to the tailback again there, which is Leffelman, and boy, I don't, uh, it's going to be on the spot here. Yeah, they're going to give it to him. I'm, yeah, they are right on it. I would be surprised. He's either going to measure it or give it to him. They're they're going to measure it. So third and short, they hand it off, basically the same play, they hand it off to Leffelman. And uh, he takes off over the left-hand side. He stopped pretty quickly. A good defensive play by the Heat. And he's brought down basically right at the the line to gain there. And so they're going to come out and measure it. I'm not sure why they marked that, the chain gain, way back there instead of the one in the middle. But, well, they always go farthest away from the first down, I think, is what their standard rule of thumb is. And it is a first down by about a length of the ball there. So first down for the Clippers here there. Offensive hopes stay alive here for a minute. And uh, they're going to get the, a new set of downs here. First and 10 for the Clippers from the Heat 31 or 2 yard line here. That 31 yard line. First and 10. Amboy looking to get something back here. 10 seconds left. I think we're going to run out of this quarter. 
going to let it run out. Yep, they're going to let it run out. So it's going to be into the of one quarter of play here in the state championship game. West Central's got the momentum right now. They've got a lead also, 16 nothing over the Amboy Clippers here at April's Orange Stadium in Monmouth College. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with your second quarter of action here on the PCSN. You're listening to Sunny 97.7 WMOI. Welcome back on this Friday Night Lights with the West Central Heat facing the Amboy Clippers in this state championship game here at Monmouth College. The West Central Heat at the end of one quarter have a 16 to nothing lead. Amboy's got the ball first and 10, and they run a little fake to the fullback and an option to the left. Uh, and uh, it's brought down. It's going to be about a five-yard gain there. I'd say four, brought down by Landon Winters. It's going to be second and six now for Amboy. They're working their way towards the end zone, trying to trying to get back and get on the board for the first time after West Central jumped out to a two-score lead there, uh, able to get a turnover on downs originally and then recover uh, like a, an onside kickoff. That's how they got their two-point lead. Yeah, you know, two weeks ago I said whoever gets a two-touchdown lead or two-score leads in the in the driver's seat, and that's happening again today. I would see a little keeper here from Lindenmeyer. He tries to follow two blockers, but well done by the defense. Mason Carnes comes in there, splits a few blockers, makes a tackle for a short game. It's going to be third and four now for the Clippers. <coughs> Excuse me. Third and four now. And boy's done a... I mean, West Central's done a pretty good job defensively here. They haven't haven't let the, the big play come off yet. They've had a couple opportunities to get some stops. A couple balls have fallen their way, literally, like the pass that could have been an interception that fell into the hands of Brennan Blaine there uh, early on. But right Early on, Amboy hasn't shown signs that they can stop West Central, so uh, they can't get in the point now where they trade scores. They're behind two. Yeah, third and four now. Looking pass. Winter stays with Blaine. Might get an inter. Yep, there it is. Going to get an interference. Got their feet tangled. Yeah, up. there's a lot of. I mean, there wasn't anything intentional there, but there was a lot of contact and tangled up feet and all that, and ended up knocking down uh, Blaine. You probably could have caught that. I mean, yeah, Colton Fletcher kind of got his feet tangled up with his, and and he went down. It's not a spot foul, but it's an automatic first down. So, well, it's eighteen, not eight. Eight. I said 18. No, yeah, you said Colton Fletcher that maybe because I said Winters, I think, or somebody else. I didn't say who it was. You did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Fletcher. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't see the one already. Yeah. Uh, bottom line, it was, I mean, it happened, and it's a 10-yard penalty. First and 10 now for Amboy. That's a good uh, little jump for them. Now it's first and 10 from the 12. Is that right? Yeah, first yeah. and 10 from the 12. Shotgun formation again. They're going to run this keeper to the left with a couple blockers. Oh, he went and hard. he still doesn't get very far. That time, if I could see his number, I'd tell you he made the tackle because he jumped up and down. And oh, he had yeah. not turned towards it. Oh, it was Meldrum. Meldrum. Boy, he hit the ground hard, flat on his back. Yeah, they've run that twice now where uh, Lindemeyer uh, takes the snap deep. And he tries to follow. It's Leffelman and, and uh, no, I'm sorry, 21. Uh, yeah, Leffelman. And I think they bring Blaine over there. Either way, it's supposed to be two lead blockers, and West Central's got to have done a good job of knifing in behind it and making the tackle. tackle. Mason Carnes wants Meldrum there. Uh, just a good job on the defense. Second and eight now for the Clippers. Handoff. He's not going anywhere. Nowhere there. That was number five, Landon Welch on the carry. 
Got two more. Third and six now for the Clippers. Landon Welch along that carry. Again, the the, uh, the main offensive producers here for the, the Clippers, Landon Welch will be one of those. He's got almost 1,400 yards in the year, 169 uh, attempt, rushing attempts. That's 50 more than the next guy on the uh, on the list there. And we've only seen him. How many carries does he have he's so far? Four carries for 11 yards tonight so far. <laughs> so it seems like he's been limited, he's been and we're going to get a timeout. So we'll take... 30 seconds ourselves here. We'll come back with more Heat football state championship game here on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Well, welcome back to the Illinois Eight-Man Football League state championship game alongside Ron Grant. I am Casey Grant, and you're listening to the Prairie Communication Sports Network. The West Central Heat have a 16 to nothing lead over the Amboy Clippers with 8.58 remaining here in the second quarter. Amboy, though, is threatening to score. They have third and six from the nine-yard line now, looking to score. Shotgun, a quick pass to Blaine. Big kid, he's trying to get an edge, and a good tackle there. He slowed up by Meldrum and finished off by Drosty. Uh, he got a couple yards, but not a whole lot. It's going to be fourth and four. Like he's on the six-yard line? Yeah, it looks like it. Fourth and four. For the Clippers here, huge play for the Heat defense right now. Flat tire service, nobody wants a flat tire, but they do happen sometimes. When it does happen, flat tire service and Stronghurst is the place to go. Flats will get your tire repaired, getting you back on the road. Flats can also get you new tires if needed. Roll them over heat, flat tire service, 200 West Main and Stronghurst. A pass play on fourth and short, and he's open. That's a touchdown for Blaine. Yeah, for Blaine, a touchdown pass. He went out roll, or uh, dragged all the way across the back end of the end zone, and uh, Lindemeyer just tossed it up out there for him, and he just caught it clean in the end zone. So on a fourth and four for the Amboy Clippers from the six-yard line, they get a six-yard touchdown pass from Lindemeyer to Brennan Blaine, and they get on the board for the first time tonight with 8-13 remaining in the second quarter. 16-6 to is your score, and they line up to go for two. Lindemeyer back under center. Going to hand off. Nope, fake it. He's going to have an option, but he's going to keep it himself and get in for the two-point conversion. And so just like that, they cut the lead in half. The Amboy Clippers get eight points on the board here, 8-13 remaining, 16-8. Is your score now here in this second quarter, and the West Central Heat's offense is going to get back on the field. Um, a little huddle by the referees down there. We've got a bunch of referees tonight. I'll give you some of these names. As we get reset for this kickoff, the referees are huddling about something. Our referee tonight is Scott. I apologize if I pronounce these names wrong. Scott Teleski, the umpire Mike Clark, headlinesman John Hobshed, line judge Eric Lurz, side judge Dave Eberly, uh, field judge John Kaster, uh, Coaster, Keister, one of those has to be right, and the back judge, Tom Plaster, thanks to those guys, a nice crew tonight. And my understanding is they did the 4A championship game last year, so it's a good group of officials here. Good crew, lots of them to make sure they can cover all the different lines and sides and make sure everything is covered here. That's obviously uh, most of our games, uh, regular season games, are what, a four-man crew? Five. Five-man crew, and we got seven. seven tonight, so a couple extra guys. Well, Central this time, they're going to spread out for their kickoff. They're not huddled up in the middle. They're all spread across the field, and the ball just fell off the tee. They're going to 
probably get one more chance to reset it here before he has to. I'm sorry, not West Central. This is Amboy kicking. I said that wrong. My apologies. Ball fell out the team. Amboy spread out here, ready to kick off. Drosky is deep, I believe. And they're going to do a little onside short kick, too. That came loose, and Amboy says they got it. And they do. Number six. No, they there. don't. No, they don't. West Central's got it. Really? Because number six came well, up with that. Here's the deal. It didn't go ten yards before he touched it. Because uh, uh, that official is eight yards deep is all, not ten. So that's. I thought he touched He's it. He's marking soon. it up there, yeah. They're marking it where he touched it. Okay, so they're saying that it didn't go ten yards before the inboy player touched it. Yep. And uh, so it's going to be West Central ball. They're going to have first and ten now from 49. The inboy 49-yard line. Nice break there for West Central. First and ten, Meldrum and Drossi in the backfield. It's going to go to Drossi on a little counter. Ball on the left guard. Almost shoots out, but well done there by 55. Landon um, on top uh, Montever for the Clippers to uh, grab on to Drossi and pull him down. But not before he got about seven, seven, yards. seven yards out of that. Second and three now for the Heat. Yeah, I thought and, that. And uh, we got an injured player. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Number two, Eddie Jones, that's the backup quarterback. Yeah. He's uh, kind of limping a bit. Yep, I thought somebody got to that ball too soon. It had to cross the 50, and I didn't think he made it. It's a hard thing when you're uh, the team receiving that. You want to catch it, but if you touch it too soon, you know, the right hold. All right, here we go now. we got the injured player off. Handoff goes up the middle. Meldrum, good job there, escaping one tackle. He got the first down before he's held up. Board progress is going to get into about the 36, 35. Almost, yeah, the 35-yard line they got him to. So he got plenty of yards there for the first down. It's going to be first and 10 for the Heat from the 35-yard line. Yeah, if he can rip off five or seven yards on carries, that would just open it up more for drafting. Yep. Nothing super fancy or crazy out of the heat yet. Pitch to the right now. Drossi trying to find some space, and he finds a little bit to shoot for. He's going to get about five, probably five yards, maybe six, depending on how they spot this. Yeah, they're going to put him right on the 35 or the 30-yard line, I mean. So it's going to be a five-yard gain for Drossi there on a pitch to the right. 7-15 remaining in the second quarter. West Central with a 16-8 lead over the Clippers. And they line up here trying to get the pace going a little bit. Carnes takes the snap under center, gives it to Meldrum up the middle and pushes that pile. He's going to get a first down. A well-done job there by not just Meldrum, but the offensive line there. Good push. Yeah, just constant leg motion. Just Ooh. moving forward every. I love on a play like that when you see the pile get up and the last two guys to get up are two big linemen underneath. 62 there. Uh, 62 or 52. Must be 52. I can't read. Uh, Zach Smith in the middle of that pile there, pushing that pile forward there for Meldrum to get that game. First and ten now for the Heat, and we're going to get a timeout. Uh, we'll stay here for a second. Bi-County Insurance, the right coverage at the right price is what Bi-County Insurance does. Home, auto, life, business, whatever your insurance needs may be, see Bi-County Insurance in Bigsville, Monmouth, or Galesburg. I County Insurance wishing the West Central Heat good luck in tonight's championship game. We've got a few more 
sponsors uh, to go in the second half as well. But thanks again to all the sponsors to make these broadcasts uh, possible for the West Central Heat, the Built a Cow Orchard, Flat Tire Service, Y County Insurance, Riverbank Fabrics, Country Financial, Tiffany Cole, and Monmouth College, of course. Uh, appreciate all everybody does so that we can cover these games. It's been a ton of fun. Hoping to finish it off strong here tonight after that timeout by West Central. 643 left in the second quarter, 16 to 8. The Heat have a lead. First and 10 now from about the 23 yard line. Under center, handoff to Meldrum again. Escapes one guy that had him on the ankles before he's brought down. He's going to get another five yards or so out of that. Again, I mean, five yards a pop. Yeah. Keep going. Yep, yep. That's, that's <laughs> what you need. Run that clock. Move the chains. Nothing wrong with that. Second and you probably got closer to six on that. Yeah. Second and four now for the Heat. As the clock continues to that's click here. Look at that. This time, Carnes keeps it up the middle, and he's going to get inside the 10. So point for the first down, and the Heat are going to have first and goal now from around the eight. Looks like, yeah, around the eight-yard line. So first and goal for the Heat from the eight. They uh, they tried the outside runs and have got a little bit, but not a lot. The place they're making their mark right now is running right up the middle, right, right up the gut. The best thing they can do is mix it up a little bit. That's only going to open it up more for Drosty. Yep. Now's the pitch to the left to Drosty. They're going to oh, be what a block. Means it tries to get what to the corner. Block. Did he get in? Yes, yep. he did. And another touchdown for Drosty. So middle, 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 pitch to the left to the outside, and Drosty finds the corner. He finds the pylon and gets in for another West Central Heat touchdown. 22-8 to now is your score. Meldrum was the lead block on there, and the first kid he hit, he knocked backwards five yards, which is what cleared the path for Drosty to get his hands on. I think that's been the story of a lot of Drosty's touchdowns this year. wouldn't be possible without specifically Meldrum, but a lot of guys, but specifically Meldrum on those pitches making those big kick-out blocks. Two-point conversion now here for the Heat. Carnes under center. He's going to run the counter to Drossi. Tries to find some space up the middle. Boy, a good second effort there by Drossi, but it's going to be just shy. So that two-point conversion is no good. And with 5.52 left in the second quarter, the Heat maintain a 22-8 to lead here against the Amboy Clippers, another offensive production there for uh, uh, West Central. They've yet to have the ball and not put points on the board. And, uh, boy, Amboy just doesn't seem to have a, a, a 100% answer to West Central's offense at this point. Right. Now, and if they don't figure out how to, to stop West Central from scoring, it's going to be a long night for them. To... Right now, like I said, they can't trade scores, even if West Central allows them to score every time they have the ball. If they don't stop West Central, yep. they're down two scores. You just you can't win that way, so they got to figure something out. Yeah, they're going to have to figure out a way to get a stop because they got to make up the difference. And then um, now Amboy does get the ball nope. to start the second half. Nope, Amboy got to start the game. And they lost it on downs on a penalty. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. West Central will get the ball to start at 30. Well, if I was good at this job, I ought to write that stuff down so I would remember. Well, you just need a better memory. Or that. My wife would tell you I played a little too much football, which is why I can't remember those things. <laughs> and I'm just too old to remember stuff. Yeah, that's... Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I got it. You said it, not me. I got it. Kickoff here for West Central. 22-8, to 8, 550 remaining. 
Hey, a little longer Ooh, split kick this time. They're going to make him field it, and they do. He's going to try and get a return out of it, 25 uh, for Amboy, which is uh, Braden Klein on the return there. About he a caught it, return. Say, he caught it around the, what, 30, 35? Yeah. Yeah, it's about <laughs> a 15-yard return. As truth be told, he didn't really get any farther than he would have had they split it. So, sure. I mean, you're not out anything, but. I think as long as they don't have their main running backs deep, they might do more of that. Like, uh, Amboy, I doubt, is going to kick one deep to Drusty. Right. <laughs> For obvious reasons. So here we're going to see a first and ten. This is an interesting look here. you got four guys spread. Blaine's going to go in motion. Three offensive linemen. Lindemeyer's going to keep it up the middle where there's some space. He's going to get close to, I think he got the first down. Yeah. He's staying in bounds. He got the first down. Yep, they're going to move the chains. He got almost to the 40 on the other side. It's going to be the 41-yard line, the Heat 41. And uh, that's a nice little trickery there. You spread them all the way out. You only have three offensive linemen up there. And uh, shotgun snaps to Lindemeyer, and he just goes. Right, that's the best. Uh, that's their best offensive play of the day, really, in terms of total yardage. Yeah, what do you get on that 12? Oh, yeah. Same formation here again. Three offensive linemen. They got two guys split on each side. Lindemeyer and a shotgun. Here comes motion across, and now he's going to keep it and go left. And this time he's wrapped up a little quicker there. Nice job uh, on the line there. Twenty-three. That's Isaiah Stefson, I think, right? Yeah, Isaiah Stefson on the stop there. Good job on taking on his block, shedding the blocker, and making the tackle. Still a three-yard gain out of that. It's going to be second and seven now for the Clippers. Uh, who are looking to get some offense going. They scored on their last possession, but it took them a while. They need to get probably a little more quick hitters and some bigger chunks if they want to start making a comeback, in addition, obviously, to making that defensive stop. Same spread formation here. Three offensive linemen, Lindemeyer in the shotgun. Here comes Blaine right to left across in motion. This time they pitch it underneath to him. Oh, good play. And another Meldrum. Wow, what a tackle there with a blocker on him. is still able to fly out and get the legs of Blaine and knock him down. That's going to be a four-yard loss. Four-yard loss. They're going to be back double sticks now, third and 11 for the Envoy Clippers. Another big play for Parker Meldrum there. That was a direct snap to him on the, on the motion, running across in front of Lindenmeyer. You know, Meldrum, I think Coach we, we've heard this this year. Meldrum, we've heard his name a number of times. He runs the ball some. He does a good job. But he's a guy, like, if, even though he's not, like, the main runner for them, if he goes down, they miss him drastically. Yes. Because the, the number of plays he makes on defense and the blocks and so forth, a oh. bunch of pressure here for Lindemeyer. He's going to tuck it and run around the right. Makes one guy miss. Cuts back to the middle. Makes another guy miss. He's heading for the left side. If he can outrun some guys, which he cannot, and he gets brought down. At about the 15, he looked like he had some space, but man, West Central players are too fast. He did not; he was not going to outrun them. But nonetheless, a huge gain there, 27-yard gain. Some immediate pressure there from the West Central defense. They did that spread uh, formation again, and I think West Central brought the heat on purpose uh, to try and uh, disrupt that. But uh, Lindemeyer did a good job making the play. Now they bring it back in with the. Under center and the tailback in the wing, and they're going to give it to the tailback, which was, I think it was 21, Leffelman, wasn't it? Over the left tackle, and he got about five out of that. Yeah, we'll call it five, second and five now for the Clippers there on about the 11-yard line, it looks like. Yeah, they're starting to get some uh, some rhythm on offense. They're mixing it up, and uh, that's just a 16. That's not... 
That's the 11, isn't it? Yeah, they changed it. There we go. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're getting a little uh, rhythm on offense, so West Central's going to have to make some changes here. The wing on the left again with one tailback. Now the motion. And off up the middle there to Leffelman again. Uh, bounces off a couple tacklers and tries to go wide or a little bit wider right. And it's still brought down, but he got a few yards out of it. Just shy of the first down. It's going to be third and one now for the Clippers. Third and one from the uh, six. The seven-yard line? I don't know. But this angle, it's really hard to tell hard, how far seven. back. I think it's the seven, but... The scoreboard's a little behind. It says 11, but you know it's closer than that. Yeah. Third and short here. That's what matters. Third and short now. Same formation, but they flipped it. The wing's on the right. Lindemeyer's going to keep it. Oh, plenty of space. He's going to get into the end zone, I think. Yeah, that's a touchdown there. Lots of space for the quarterback, Lindenmeyer. He takes the keeper on a third and short. Takes it seven yards for a touchdown there. There's a minute 47 left in the second quarter. The Clippers get on the board again. 22-14 is your score while we wait this two-point conversion. Minute 47 left. Uh, Dad, you said it. The Amboy offense seemed like they are getting a little more rhythm there, getting a few yards. Yeah, uh, yeah they're going to have to, uh, that, you know, but one thing West Central's been good at is at halftime, they've been making changes. We saw that two weeks ago in Millageville when they basically shut them down. Yeah, there's a play-action two-point conversion and a wide-open can't see who it is. Is it Blaine again? Yeah, Blaine. Wide open two-point conversion pass to Blaine there again. A little play-action uh, pass, and the two-point conversion is good. And just like that, it's only a six-point game, 22-16. The uh, Amboy Clippers have scored and brought it back. Now, fortunately, although it feels like the momentum is shifting to Amboy right now, there's only a minute 47 left in the half. But you know what? As we saw last week and we saw the week before at halftime, West Central can score easily in 147. That's they true. They did it in 40-some seconds last week to win the game. So That's true. You can't count them out. And they don't necessarily need to score here, but just momentum-wise, uh, you'd like to do something to make sure that momentum doesn't shift all the way to Amboy before you go in at halftime. Right. If they can score here before half, they get the ball to start the third quarter and score again. That's going to make it really tough on Amboy. So Drosty is set up deep. They've got four on the front line, which is at the 50-yard line, three about seven yards or five yards behind them. Amboy spread all the way out, kicker in the middle. And last time he kind of dribbled it up, up the middle, basically a little left. This time, he's going to do the same thing, and it takes that high hop. That's exactly what you want an onside kick to do. Amboy comes up seeing it's theirs again, but we'll see what the official call it. And it is Amboy's this time. And just like that, Amboy gets the ball back. Boy, you think as often as West Central kicks those little squib and onside kicks, that they'd be a little more prepared to handle that. But I'll be honest, you know, uh, they seem not ready for that. You know, that ball is not round. Yeah, and you just never know how it's going to well, bounce. And I didn't see who the kicker was, but props to the Amboy kicker because that did exactly what you want an onside kick to do. It took the two small hops and the one big hop and bounced right over the front guy, front line, and then it was a loose ball. So now a minute 43, and Amboy's trying to pick up some momentum. They're down six. They could potentially score and take a lead to go in at halftime. Shotgun formation, getting pressure here is Lindenmeyer. 
He passes across the field, drops. He's got a concussion. Face. He's fast. He's going to beat number 55. Can Lindermeyer catch him? No stinking way. He gives up with a 15-yard oh, line. It's mad. just like that, a pick six for Caden Rossi to take the lead even deeper here to finish the half. Boy, just when you feel like that momentum might be shifting, Drossi says, nope, nope, I got this. Wow, what, what, what a play there. And see, that's what I think he could have done early in the game had right. he not batted that one there. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was uh, – I think he caught that about the 40-yard. Uh, that was pressuring Lindenmeyer to make that Woods in there. Uh, that was pressuring Lindenmeyer to make that Woods in there. Uh, uh, that was pressuring Lindenmeyer to make that throw. He did a good job breaking through the line and was chasing Lindenmeyer. Lindenmeyer had to throw it, and he just kind of lobbed it up there. You saw Drossi take a break on it. You knew he was going to catch it and go for it, and that's exactly what he did. And I tell you what, that's an, that was a great example there, Dad, of how nobody's going to catch him. Right. No, and he, he takes one, off, and nobody catching him. One lineman looked like he had, like, it was 58. Half, looked like he had the, the angle to get him, but his speed just... Yeah, Drossy turned on the afterburners, and it was no good there. Um, we had a timeout called here on the field. West Central called one for this two-point conversion to try and make sure they get the right play called. You know, that's kind of funny about that timeout with the uh, on the conversion attempt here. <laughs> Last week, I'll bet there were four timeouts called on extra points. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. I've never seen it before. But twenty-eight sixteen is your score right now. There's a minute twenty-nine left in the first half. West Central just scored on a pick six by Garosti, which I believe was his sixtieth touchdown on the year. And aside, a pitch to the right to Drossi. He oh, tries to cut up the tackle. tackle there. Blaine got him. Blaine got a hold of him and brought him down. So the two-point conversion is no good. The minute 29 remaining in the first half, and uh, the West Central Heat have a 28-16 to lead over the Amboy Clippers. The Amboy, boy, they got that onside kick, and I think they were going, this This is our chance. Yeah, but, boy, that sure switched in a hurry. Mm. That, that yeah. pass was just... I mean, it was no zip on it. It just kind of floated in the air. I'm yeah. not sure who he was even throwing it to. Well, it's interesting. That, so I happened to, well, as soon as he threw that, I happened to look down the field to see if anybody was open, and I happened to look and see Drosty right at the moment when he saw it was going to be short. And he planted and went, and I knew he was going to catch it and go because uh, he saw it and knew that it was not going where it was supposed to and was able to just take it and take off. Theoretically, he could have had three interceptions in this game already. He had one. Uh, one he batted down, and the second one he just flat out didn't catch. And yeah, that that's one true. Took it to the house. So, minute twenty-nine. We're going to see another kickoff from the Heat here, and this time uh, they are not going to huddle up in the middle. Eighty-nine. Nick Woods is the kicker. He's only about two steps off the ball. They're spread out. He looks like he's going to kick it to the right. Let's see what he's going to do here. He's going to kick it kind of a blooper. It does go to the right, but it's snagged. Oh, Leffler. Oh, oh Leffelman, I'm sorry. Wow. Well, he had some space. He Who did. brought him down there? 81? Yeah. Cody, Cody uh, Watt on that? I think that's so. That's what it is. Uh, 81 there on the tackle there. I mean, I thought Leffelman had some space there, but he got brought down. So it's first and 10 now for Amboy from the Heat 45. They're on the right side of the field here to try and get a – Another score, minute 23 left in the half. We've seen this happen over and over again. Uh, these guys can score in a hurry. So, yeah, that was uh, that could have been a big play for Amboy. So now they need to shut them down for this last minute 23. 
Here we go. First and ten. Fake to the right. He's going deep. A little double move. Oh, oh what a catch by Brennan Blaine. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You heard, I think I read one of the articles, Coach Kirby referred to Brennan Blaine as the best tight end in the state. And he wow. proved it there. He's a big kid. And we had two defenders out there. Boy, he just muscled that ball away from him for a huge gain, all the way down to the 10-yard line now. And just like that, it's first and goal for the Clippers from the 10. Yeah, that's a 35-yard pass. You just never know. A minute 10 now, the clock's running. Fullback, tailback formation. They hand it off to the full. I think the ball came out. I think the ball came out. West Central, a fumble. West Central picked it up. Boy, man, just like that Amboy, every time they get some momentum going, something changes those tides, and here it's a fumble. So they get a big pass play there and have first and goal from the 10 and then cough it up at the 9-yard line. And West Central takes over now. Minute, One minute, one second left in the first half. First and ten from their own nine-yard line now. West Central can, I mean, that's a long way to go. Twenty-eight. I can't, I can't remember the last time they started to drive that deep. 28-16 is the score here. Hand off to Meldrum, I think, wasn't it? Nope, it was Drosty. Oh, it was Drosty. Yeah, he was trying to pick his spot. There just wasn't one. So he got a couple yards out of it. He got out to the 11, it looks like. Second and eight now, maybe, roughly. 42 seconds left, clock's running. I don't think they're going to try and push this too hard. Nope, if he happens to break one or okay, run, but yeah, they, they don't want another play. play. Right. The last thing you're going to do is turn the ball over here. You're telling everybody you hug that ball like nothing. Yeah, we're going to wait for the play clock to wind here. There goes the hand. There's the clock. They'll, they'll run the snap now. Hand off to Drossi, going to the right. He's wrapped up, just past the line of scrimmage and brought down. 15 seconds left. I think that's probably going to do it for the half. I would guess that West Central is going to take this lead into halftime. And boy, had a couple timeouts, but I guess they felt like that wasn't going to help, so they didn't use them. Yeah, so uh, third and five there is what we end up with. That's going to end the first half, folks, and a pretty exciting first half of play for the West Central Heat. Uh, 28-16 is the score that he'd have the lead in this state championship game here at April's Orange uh, Stadium at Monmouth College. And uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to get some stats together. We'll come back. We've got a special guest uh, in the booth with us tonight, Joel Zeiser, uh, the athletic director for West Central, is going to join us in a minute. Uh, but right now we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with more West Central Heat football on Sunday, 97.7 WMOI. Welcome back to the Prairie Communication Sports Network. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey. I'm 60, what the score is uh, here at halftime. The Heat are up 28-16. score is uh, here at halftime. The Heat are up 28-16. Uh, they got up two scores quick. Amboys had a couple times where they thought they were going to get some momentum. And a pick six by Drossi. And then a fumble recovery killed both those attempts. And uh, uh, West Central was able to go in now with a two-score lead. At halftime, <laughs> excuse me, we got a special guest here at halftime. Athletic director for the West Central uh, School is uh, Joel Zeiser, and he has joined us here in the booth along with his daughter, Ellie. She's here as well. You can't hear her, uh, but she's up here. We're going to talk a little bit. First, Joel, uh, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you being here. Um, I know we were just saying a minute ago, but I'm sure it's not too hard for you to come up into this warm room as opposed to standing on the cold sideline. I am not complaining. Um, <laughs> I 
I uh, I envy your view, but at the same time, when I'm down there on the sideline, I, I love I love both perspectives, oh, sure. and so it's been an exciting game and kind of what we expected. Uh, Man, boy's not going to go away. I, I feel that they're going to stay in the game. Um, defensively, we just got to kind of keep doing what we're doing and yeah. kind of getting up down the court yeah. or field at this time. Yeah, doing what we do, which is getting up down the court yeah. or field at this time. Yeah, yeah, it's been a good game so far. Fun to watch. I'm sure the energy down there is great. What's this been like for you as the athletic director uh, to prepare for today? Because it's one thing when you have just your regular season games, you kind of get in a rhythm. But there's a lot that people don't know that goes into a state championship game, I'm assuming. Right. I mean, when when, uh, Coach Kirby, he's also the principal there at West Central, when he sends out the email on Sunday night, uh, Monday morning, saying, hey, this is going to be a normal week for everyone. Just go ahead and just, you know, do what you guys normally do. Um, as, as teachers and, and, and students and administrators, um, we try to stick to the plan, but at times, you know, there's things that come up, and, and a lot of times it's, it's everything's calm and all communication purposes. Something needs to be done right away uh, to, for clarification or for communication purposes, and uh, we just try to do what we can. Uh, Coach Kirby's all, his biggest stress is details, pay attention to details, and so sure. that's what I'm learning from him and my habit, uh, trying to, um, you know, just instill in myself and my habits and, and, and what I do. Uh, for West Central High School. You, know, you see that in the kids as well, the players, that, that that attention to detail that comes out on the field, I think, too, for these kids. Yes, I mean, I, it's one of those uh, quotes Michael Jordan had when it comes to um, you know champions, or it, it deals with uh, teamwork and intelligence. Um, I don't know the, the rest of the, the beginning part of it, but I kind of sent that out as a message to the community where this, this, this group of uh, young men, and we actually have a, a, a young lady on the team, too, but when this group of uh, players... Um, you know, they, they, they have been really focused all year, and it's even, you know, cranked up a notch with this game because, you know, as they say, it's, it's hard to get beat time once, but, it's, you know, play time the second time, it's even harder. And so um, they've really focused on what they need to work on. You know, last time they didn't have um, their quarterback, you know, shirt number three, and so we're, we're facing a little bit different quarterback, which, you know, kicks up our game a little bit, and it, it's been fun seeing us compete, and he's a beast out there, and so we've yeah. got to do what we can um, with that, and in '85, he's he's a beast out there, and so we yeah. got to do what we can um, with that. So, um, now, administratively, it's one of those deals where any of the little little stuff there at, at West Central High School during the day, I, I kind of try to handle and manage and and uh, and do what we can. And then the big stuff, of course, I, I try to involve uh, Coach Kirby, um, him being the principal. So it's one of those deals where it's just kind of tag team things, and yeah. and and he he has his his uh, way of doing things, and I try to follow along and make sure there's no surprise. Yeah. So what's uh, an appearance at a state title game like this for West Central in the eight-man league? What's this mean for the school and for the community in general? I mean, how do you see this uh, just coming to life in, in the school and the community? Well, my, my biggest thing has always been, I've been told, is, you know, try to tell our story. And this is definitely a, a, a highlight, um, a pinnacle a moment for our community, um, our, our high school. Um, everyone involved at West Central is the bar where we want to be, experience. Um, it kind of... And it sets the bar where we want to be and maintain. And now it's just getting everyone to keep buying in. Um, yeah. We've got some good things going on at the younger levels, and we're, we're hoping everything kind of everyone sees this is the way we want to do things. We want to compete and, and have these uh, students eventually be like this in, in the real world, yeah. preparing them for, for that kind of stuff. But how about, I mean, it's 20 degrees outside, off and on flurrying. And uh, how about these stands? I mean, they're full. I mean, this this is... Only more fans that was at the last West game that was actually hosted at West Central. Right. And, and Prof's Amboy's got a lot of Oh, they, they traveled too. very well. They traveled really well. But, I mean, this has got to be super encouraging for you guys 
to see this support uh, we, we, tonight. Yeah, we love it. We appreciate it. Um, and we, we really uh, appreciate it uh, when it comes to food. And it's awesome when it comes to organizing things, uh, when it comes to food and, and uh, other things like that. Reasons that we want to have. We have Dr. McCall, who kind of does it, like our sports psychologist uh, for our, our students, uh, our, our football players. And she's offered her services for other athletes at the, at the school. And so we've got, you know, we love the support of what we're getting from the community, um, from businesses and, and, and whatnot. And we just kind of hope it keep go, keeps going and, and uh, we just keep growing and progressing. Yeah, again, we're talking to Athletic Director Joel Zeiser here for West Central. Um, one last thing here, uh, uh, Joel, we've got, obviously this is what we're all focusing on here tonight. But as the athletic director, football is not the only thing you're paying attention right. to. Uh, so what other sports you got going right now well, was, at West Central? I was trying to manage the, the schedule today for boys basketball, uh, making sure that we have um, what we need on our schedule. Um, they have a game Monday. And some of these <laughs> football players, right now our basketball team was practicing with four players. Um, two, of them, you know, two or three of them are, are varsity players. Uh, so um, this, this group of uh, upperclassmen there at West Central are very athletic and very involved, and we encourage that. Um, I mean, that's what they say. Is they want, you know, in the real world, they want you to be well-rounded, and that's yeah. what we uh, strongly encourage for all our athletes is to help each other sports out. And, and uh, I love that mentality. Um, with girls basketball, they're they're actually playing in the Robo Williamsfield Dash uh, Ridgewood, it used to be called the Cranberry Classic Tournament, and they're actually playing a championship game tomorrow at four o'clock um, up Good. there at Alwood um, High School. So that's yeah. that's something that we're surprisingly we're going to go to that. Okay. Um, after we go to your game, <laughs> we're going to that tomorrow. We, and that's one thing I want to teach my daughter is, is to love to compete and, and, yeah. and see what it takes to be a winner. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Again, thanks for coming up here. Uh, any final words you got for us? No, I appreciate the time and, yeah. and, 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 and what you guys do for the local community, uh, telling our story, helping us tell our story. And, yeah. and really, it, 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 it's a, it, we really appreciate what you guys do. Um, in, in the small market type of uh, situation, um, you know, because not everything can be seen on Twitter or, or Facebook. We really like the old school way of you guys doing things here um, and being at being, being at sporting events, and, and uh, I love listening to you guys. Yeah, well, we have a blast doing it. We're glad to do it. Uh, again, this is uh, uh, Joel Zeiser, the athletic director for West Central East. Thanks again for coming up. Hang out for as long as you want in the warm room. Uh, you're not going to bother us at all. Uh, but we're, uh, we're going to get ready for the second half. So thanks again. Awesome. Appreciate you. Great. Thank you. Uh, that's right. Again, Joel Zeiser, Athletic Director for West Central Heat. Uh, we got a little bit of time left in this halftime show, so we're going to take a quick 30-second break, and uh, we'll take a minute break here. We'll come back with our uh, stats and scoring summary of the first. Yeah, welcome back to our halftime show here at the eight-man football high school uh, state championship game between the West Central Heat and the Amboy Memorial Ohio Clippers. Uh, the West Central Heat have a 28-16 to lead at this point. Uh, halftime lead for the Heat, who have looked pretty good on offense and honestly pretty good on defense, too. They've done a good job of, of uh, boy, just cutting right through Amboy's momentum. Both times they really felt like they were going to get some momentum. West Central's done a good job of cutting that off. Uh, let's get some stats and some scoring summary information here. We'll start with the scoring summary. Dad's got that here in the first half. Okay, uh, scoring started in the first period at the 628 mark. Drosty with a 46-yard run, and his extra point run was good. West Central led 8 to nothing. 
Also in the first period at the 403 mark, Drosty had an 11-yard touchdown run. His extra point run was good again. West Central led 16 to nothing. In the second period at the 813 mark, a six-yard pass from Lindenmeyer to Blaine resulted in a touchdown, and Lindenmeyer extra point run was good. The score was West Central 16, Amboy 8. In the second period, West Central scored at the 552 mark. Drosty with an eight-yard run. Extra point run was no good, and the score was 22 to 8 West Central. Um, also, in the second period, Amboy then scored on a seven-yard run by Lindenmeyer. The pass was good to Blaine for the extra point conversion, and the score 22 to 16. In the second period, the 129 mark. Uh, Drosty with an interception return for a touchdown of, I think, about 60 yards. Either way, it was quite a ways. Yep. Uh, the extra point run was no good, and the score at halftime is West Central 28-16 to over Amboy. That's your scoring summer here of the first half. That How many touchdowns is that for Drosty? Well, that's four. Yeah. Four rushing and an interception return for a touchdown. So just FYI, I mean, Dad's going to do the stats for this game here in just a second, but on the season now, Drossi is up to 60 touchdowns on the year. Yeah, that's pretty crazy 60. for one season. That's uh, nuts is what it is. Yeah. Uh, over, I mean, he already had over 3,000 rushing yards coming into the night. Uh, but, man, to add... Gosh, 60 touchdowns. Crazy. Yeah. That was your scoring ha- or your scoring summary for the first half. Well, we'll get some first-half team stats here as well. Uh, we'll start with Amboy. Um, at 22 rushing attempts for 112 yards, one touchdown, led by uh, Landon Walsh with four carries for 11 yards. Quinn Leffelman, seven carries, 28 yards. Quarterback Tucker Lindenmeyer, six carries for 53 yards, including a seven-yard touchdown run. And then Brennan Blaine, the tight end, actually has five carries for 20 yards. In the passing department, they were three for six for 47 yards, one touchdown, a six-yard touchdown pass to Brennan Blaine. Uh, Brennan Blaine had all three receptions for the total of 47 yards. They also had um, a big stat. It's not one that they like, but they had an interception and a fumble, both in the second quarter within 30 seconds of each other. Yeah, that's true. So, you you know, that kind of shoots yourself in the foot there. Well, not to mention the onside kicks that have been recovered. I mean, both teams have done that right now. They had one, but they didn't get to keep it because the ball didn't go 10 yards before they touched it. But uh, But they lost a couple. Yes, they did. Uh, West Central has 18 carries for 162 yards, led by Caden Drosty with 11 carries, 124 yards, and three touchdown runs of 46, 11, and 8 yards. Parker Meldrum has four carries for 22 yards, and Mason Carnes three for 16. They have not attempted a pass. Uh, so if you look at the yardage, you know, one, well, about 160. The yardage is about even, but West Central has hit more points on the board. So. capitalized on them better. It's still interesting to me that uh, we know coming into this game that um, uh, Landon Welchel is the leading rusher for Amboy uh, at uh, 169 attempts on the year, averaging 115 yards per game. And he's only at how many yards now? 11 yards and four carries. 11 yards and four carries. And I would say that that was uh, – West Central's defense, but I don't know that it has been. I think they just, it seems like they haven't targeted them as much, and it makes you wonder if they try, they're try they changing up their scheme a little bit to try and throw off West Central's defense. 
uh, by you know running to some different players than the guy they normally do. Because the other guys are capable too, obviously. Uh, but it's interesting just to me that Landon Welchel seems to be behind uh, the eight ball of what he normally has done this year right. so far. Yeah. Well, and I now I realize my stats aren't accurate either because one pass was incomplete for an interception, so it's three for seven. They started off zero for three, but I think mm-hmm. you're going to see some more passing out of Zamboy in the second half. I think they they're feeling some success there with Blaine, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see some more passing attempts in the second half. Yeah, the interesting part to that uh, for me is that so far it has seemed like when they've tried to throw passes that West Central has done a good job of putting some pressure on them. Uh, on Lindemeyer. It's right. not so much that the coverage down the field has been stellar, although they've been there, uh, but there's been pressure, it seems like, on every pass they've tried. Right. Uh, I think um, uh, their fortune, Drossy could have had three interceptions right. in that first half. The first one, he literally was on fourth down. He just knocked it down so nobody would catch it. Right. The second one, he tried to catch it and missed it, and Blaine ended up with a reception on it. So that was their, I think that was their first completed pass in the first half. Mm-hmm. And the third one, he actually did pick off and ran it back 60 yards. If he gets an interception in the open field, he's hard to tackle because you can't catch him. If you don't have the right angle and cut him off or head him to the sideline, he's just almost impossible to catch. Yeah, and you know, I read one of the articles uh, this week. They interviewed a coach from, um, I forget which, Aquin. Aquin Catholic was a coach they talked to. And uh, because he had seen both teams this year, right? And they was they were asking him about uh, the two teams and how this game was going to go. And he talked about how he thought it would be a good game. And he basically said he thought that uh, Amboy might be the most physical team that they've seen all year, but that uh, West Central was the fastest team that they have seen all year. And right. So you kind of get the physical versus the fast matchup here, and a chance to see what wins out. So far. Uh, being fast has won out. So. Right, and I don't think I don't look at Amboy and think they're slow. No, of course not. But they have nobody the speed of of Drosty. But I'm not sure anybody in the state of Illinois in eight man football or eleven man football has anybody as fast as Drosty. No, I haven't seen one. <laughs> I mean, he that interception he had that pick six he took off, and you even saw Lindenmeyer. He chased him for about fifteen yards and went, "Nope, I'm saving the energy because yeah. I ain't going to catch him." Yeah, uh, and one of their linemen, 58, uh, yeah. he had a beat on him. He had the angle on him, and he just he just outran him to yep. the spot. Yep. There was just no catching him at that point. Yeah, well, we got about two minutes left in this halftime here. Um, guys, are, both teams are out on the field now getting their final warm-ups in, trying to stay warm and keep warm, literally. Uh, it's a cold Friday night here under the lights in the Monmouth College campus here at April's Orange Stadium. Both teams getting warmed up. The referees are out here. We're going to take uh, about a 30-second break here, and we'll come back, finish up our halftime report, get a couple keys to the second half, and then we'll be ready for the second half kickoff. So you're listening uh, to West Central Heat Football here on sunny 97.7 WMOI. Hey, welcome back to the Prairie Communication Sports Network. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant, and we are here at the uh, state championship game for the Illinois Eight-Man Football League um, between the West Central Heat and the Amboy Memorial Ohio Clippers. Uh, they come into tonight's game. The Heat undefeated. The Amboy at ten and two in our halftime score here. The Heat have a twenty-eight to sixteen lead over the Clippers. Uh, it's been a, a fun game so far. Some nice, fun momentum shifts back and forth. 
But, Dad, if you're West Central and you want to hang on to this game, hang on to this win and bring back a state title, what's the key to the second half for them? Well, I think a key to them is obviously to keep scoring. So far, they haven't had to punt. They haven't lost the ball over on downs. Every time they've got the ball, they've scored. So if they can continue to do that, and the first they get the ball to start the third quarter, if they can score here and go up three scores, that's going to make it very hard on Amboy to come back because Amboy hasn't stopped them yet. And if you don't stop West Central at least three times and then score every time, going to be for a long second half for him. Yeah, and at this point, it looks like the only way, only chance Amboy has to stop him are these little onside kicks. Right. Uh, right. It's been a problem for West Central. but uh, yeah, I, I, w- I would expect nothing more than an onside kick right here if I'm West Central. I mean, I, I would not expect anything else because there's been two in a row, one they almost got and the other one they did get. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's exactly what I expect to see coming here. As we start the second half, again, 28-16, the Heat have a lead. Drosty is deep, and we are here for our second-half kickoff, folks. The kick, the right leg goes through. He kicks it to the right this time, and it is covered up I think he held fairly on. well that time by 18, Colton Fletcher, as he was able to get in there and grab it. So good job that time by West Central covering that onside kick. And here we go, folks, two quarters away from a state title for the West Central Heat. And they get to start out this second half on offense, first and 10 from their own 48. They just need to not let up, not let up. Keep applying the pressure. If they can run some clock and score again, it's going to make it tough on Amboy. Yeah, they start feeling those exciting jitters here. You want to keep the clock rolling and keep scoring. Under center, handoff, little counter to Drossy. Falls left tackle. He's got some space. Yeah, stiff on stays inbounds. Ooh, that time he had to cut back. Somebody actually caught him there when he got past. He got slowed up by a couple defenders, which actually gave them Amboy defenders a chance to catch up, and they're able to bring him down normally on those plays. He's gone. Yeah, that was so, – uh, I think they were going to run him out of bounds if he didn't cut back, so I don't blame him for trying. It kind of what oh, yeah. he did last week to win the game. Well, I just props to Amboy for chasing him down, though, like that, so – Huge run there, first and 10 now from the 11 for the Heat, and they're going to give it to Meldrum. Nope, Carnes is going to hang on to it and try and go over the left guard there, and he's wrapped up pretty good there by uh, Quinn Leffelman, and uh, it's going to get a couple yards out of that, maybe three. Yeah, what a great start to the second half, though. That was yeah. a 41-yard run right on the first play. Second and seven now, or second and eight, the scoreboard says, for the Heat. Carnes going to keep it right off the – oh, why, look yeah. at that. Just plow up the middle. Just driving those legs forward. And they're coming in. Is he going to make a call? Short. Short. Oh, look at that. Just shy. Boy, well done. Good play call there. Yeah. He just come right up to the line of scrimmage, take the snap and go. The defense wasn't even ready for Carnes to do that. Now it's first and goal from the inches line. I would expect Carnes to go with this. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep, touchdown. All he had to do was fall and down. And just like that, West Central comes out and they get points on the board. Within two minutes of the start of the second half, they go up three scores here on a one-yard touchdown quarterback keeper there by Mason Carnes. 10-37 to play in the third quarter, and it's now a 34-16 to lead for the West Central. He do line up to go up another two points here, this two-point conversion. Same formation. This is the counter to Drosty. Oh, not, oh, he did oh get look at that. Second effort yep. rolls over the top of the guy and gets in. The two-point conversion is good. And just like that, it's 36-16. to 16. 
a 20-point lead for the West Central Heat here in the third quarter. That is really, really going to hurt the Amboy's chances in this game. You can't go down three scores to a team like West Central because they're just not going to let you back in it. Yeah, and honestly, if you're West Central, that's the dagger you wanted. Oh, yeah, you wanted absolutely. To, you wanted to come out in the second half, get the ball back, and then punch them right in the mouth, which you is know, exactly what they did. You know, a couple weeks ago against Milledgeville, I said, whoever gets that two-touchdown lead is probably going to win. That's exactly what West Central did starting that third quarter. They yeah. got that two-touchdown lead and, and and held on and pulled away. And this is the same, basically going to be the same way. And I would say, I mean, we give a lot of props to the kids here in these games for a good reason, because they obviously are doing a lot of the work. But one thing I've been impressed with every week with uh, West Central are the halftime adjustments. Even for a team that in every game has been winning at halftime, they still come out and make a few adjustments, and the second half is completely different in the sense that they control things even more, it seems like. Right. Uh, you know, the offense seemed a little slow in the first half getting going. I mean, they scored, but now you see them doing four plays like rock and roll. West Central oh, kick now. Extra kick another, on another one up the middle. And fortunately for Amboy, yeah, they bobbled that one. It around. went deep enough into their players that they had time to fall on it. Still, after bobbling, it kind of went between the first guy's legs and uh, was rolling around on the ground. But Amboy's able to recover it, and so after that touchdown here on uh, the third quarter, Amboy's going to take over the first offensive possession of the second half, first and ten from their own forty uh, forty-two yard line. That's their worst starting field position, I think, the whole time. I think it is. Amboy's going left to right as we sit in the press box here. A big run over the left-hand side, about seven to eight yards, I would guess, on that for... I think there's a flag on uh, West Central. Had a man running off the field. Five, Landon Welchel. Too many players, I think, so... Landon Welchel on that carry, if it counts, but it seems like maybe it's going to come back. Seven-yard talking a bit. Seven yard gain if they take the play, but... Haven't... Well, we haven't had hardly any penalties. No, it's only the second. Oh, no, that was on West Central. Yeah, or is that many players. Yeah, yeah, 77 was running off the field there, and I don't think he made it. So too many men on the field for West Central. That's going to be a add it to the end of the play. A five-yard penalty on the end of the play. That gives the Amboy first down there. And so they're going to have first and 10 now from the uh, 47-yard line on the other side. I'm surprised oh, that they add that on. Yeah, 47. First and 10 now for the Clippers. Hand off to Welchel. Oh, oh he breaks close. through. Ooh, plenty for the first down there. Brought down a touchdown saved by Colton Fletcher there on a tackle. Uh, I believe that was Landon Welchel. Now, that's two plays and two runs to Welchel. I got a feeling. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to see a lot of number five. Right, I think they right. decided it's time to get him involved because there he goes again over the left tackle. This time, it's... He bring him down. He's going to get trying to see where that referee stops. Maybe around five or six yards. It looks like. Well, they didn't waste any time getting that playoff either. Nope. Down to the twenty-five yard line now. So uh, second and five on a five-yard gain out of Welchel. That might be part of their game plan is to speed it up a little bit. Although West Central doesn't change defensive players much, so no, they should be ready to go. Yeah, West Central gets their own. I mean, they do a pretty quick pace on the other end. Right. Peel back in the wing. This time, Leffelman is the running back, and he gets met at the line of scrimmage. That's number six, I think. Ian Dunlap on that? Yeah. Yeah. Ian Dunlap. 
senior linebacker there meeting uh, Leffelman behind the line of scrimmage and stopping that play before it gets going. A loss of two there, I think. Yeah. Third and seven now for the Clippers, and a good defensive play there by Leffelman. By the way, I just noticed that these, these kids now, if you pay attention, it's like watching the NFL, you can see their breath. All right. I always think that's cool. Uh, Football game is very far that time. Welcher, good extra effort by him though. He's going to get three or four yards out of that, I think. Hey, three maybe. Yeah, I'd say he got four. Fourth down now and three. Is that what they're going to call? I think so. Big play here. Fourth and three for the Clippers now. Trying to get some offense going after already giving up another touchdown to the Heat. Lindemeyer's under center. West Central throws a little pressure. He's going to throw a, a rollout pass. Blaine is wide open. Gets pushed, but he doesn't get out of bounds. No touchdown. Yes, it's a touchdown. A good rollout pass there to, to Brennan Blaine, the tight end again. He's making all the receptions, and he starts running down the sideline. One West Central defender tried to push him out of bounds, and Blaine's a big kid. He's listed at 6'2", 205. And uh, you got to push him pretty hard. They didn't push him hard enough because he stayed in bounds and scored. Uh, so that's what about twenty-two or twenty-three yard touchdown pass for yeah. Brennan Blaine. Yeah. Two-point conversion now for the Clippers. Keeper option to the left, and it is in. Welcher gets in. Landon Welcher for the two-point Welcher for the two-point conversion. So at eight fifteen left. In the third quarter, Inboy answers right back. So props to the Inboy players and the coaches there for not backing down and coming back right back from that punch in the mouth from West Central and uh, getting a punch back, a counter on their own. 36-24, 8-15 left in the third quarter. Uh, Inboy gets on the board here in the second half for the first time. Again, we're only we're not even four minutes into the second half, and we got two touchdowns already. Right, right. I think uh, I don't think we're done seeing the scoring no so far. Neither team really has been able to stop the other. It's been a couple of turnovers on the part of Amboy, or this game could be tied up. Yeah, I mean, it's be a lot closer than it is, but you know it's all part of the game. So we'll see what West Central does now. Seeing some, uh, yeah, it's still still. I'm just trying to look. I'm seeing some snowflakes again here. Again, in case you're wondering, if you're out there listening and and you're warm. Uh, living room under a blanket or something. It's 22 degrees here, uh, but it says the wind chill. Now the winds are 15 mile an hour. Wind chill is nine degrees. Uh, it so it is cold, and there are flurries flying here tonight. So it's yeah. a cold football game here tonight. And you could, I bet you, I guarantee all these kids on the sideline they're feeling it. The kids in the game not as much, but the kids in the sideline they're feeling this cold. Yeah, the flurries today is nothing compared to last week. They're off sides. Sure. Another, another onside kick, not to be confused with the offsides, and it's recovered well there by number eight. They didn't throw a flag, but the player clear at the far end of the field over there was well across the line before he kicked it. Sorry, so the number on number nine, Landon Winters covered, recovered that kick. So good job there, good hands for Landon Winters to save that onside kick. He caught it right at the 50, so right at the 10-yard mark for that uh, little onside kick. And now the inboard defense is going to have to see if they can do something they haven't been able to do yet, which is stop the West Central Heat offense. Standard formation here, a little counter. Oh, there's a big tackle there. Boy, you don't see that very well. The ball came out, but he was down. 
53 on that tackle? Uh, I'm not sure who it was, but, boy, you don't see him tackle for a loss very often. I think it was 53, which is Austin Heath, uh, junior, 5'10", 170. Their linebacker came flying in and made that tackle in the backfield. So, Drossi for a loss of two there, second and 12 for the Heat. Man, almost three yards, but. This one goes to Meldrum. Boy, they do a really good job with that belly play. You can't tell if Carnes is going to give it to Meldrum or pull it out and keep it himself. Right, right. That's a five-yard gain, so that's, that's pretty good. That four yards. So third and eight now for the Heat on that uh, four-yard gain for Meldrum. Uh, facing kind of their first little trial here offensively after a two-yard loss on that first down play. Now pitch to Drossi to the right. Forced to cut in, and he's brought down. He's contained again. Amboy continues to contain that pitch, that outside run, pretty well. And he's brought down right at the 45. It's going to be fourth and five for the Heat. And Amboy's defense uh, facing what could be maybe the most important play of the season for them. I mean, this is one of, if you get a oh, stop yeah. here, if you're Amboy, and you get a chance to cut that lead by a, a touchdown. Right. I mean, this is a huge play for Amboy. Get it down to one score. Huge play here. Fourth and five. Six thirty remaining in the third quarter. Mason Carnes. Oh, oh no. no, the ball's loose. Drossy tries to pick it up, but it's still on the ground. It's, I mean, it's fourth down. And boy, this is this is what Amboy wanted. This is exactly what they wanted. Uh, for the first time, you see a little misstep in the offense of West Central there. I think they were trying to run an option. Mason Carnes uh, to to the left. Mason Carnes, he got hit pretty quickly. Still tried to get a pitch off, but he was hit, and the ball was hit, and the ball went flying. And uh, backwards, I should say. West Central tried to recover it. They did actually technically recover it. Uh, but that's a turnover and downs, and now it's first and ten from the West Central 40 for Amboy, you give it to Welch on first down. I got two. And he got yeah, about two yards out of that. So second and eight now for Amboy. This is their chance to spin that momentum a little bit, a little miscue on offense, a chance to score and knock it down to a one-score game. This is big for Amboy if they can capitalize on that turnover on downs. Yeah, I think Carnes would have been much better off just to take that to the ground instead of risking the turnover and a touchdown out of that. Yeah, it got blown up a lot quicker than you would you would oh, think. That was a little problem. That was supposed to be an option too, but a keeper by Lyndon Meyer. He's going to get close to the first down. No pass the first down. He got it. Yeah, first down for Lyndon Meyer there. An option play that he kept the ball and he gets it down past the uh, thirty yard line. It's going to be first and ten now from the twenty nine for the Amboy Clippers. You know, I'm wondering here, we're seeing some adjustments. We just talked about adjustments that you see. I mean, uh, Amboy's defense, on that first possession they didn't, but that possession they did really well there. You, that could be some of the adjustments. There's a nice little underhand or underneath handoff there. The interesting play is the quarterback, that's a tough footwork there to step backwards and to the right and let that running back come in underneath you and hand it off. Got about four yards out of it. Three yards, four three yards. Say three. Who carried that? That was Welchel. I wasn't even looking. I, I think, think that was Welchel. Yeah, second and seven, they say, so three yards out of that. Second and seven for the Clippers of Amboy. 
Fullback tailback here. It's going to Welchel again over the left-hand side. We've seen him already probably. He's probably almost doubled his carries, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. In the second half. Oh, yeah. I mean, just in the third quarter, I should say. 4.30 remaining. West Central still has a 36-24 lead over the Amboy Clippers. But after a turnover on downs, Amboy looking to shrink that lead by another score here if they can capitalize on this. They're facing a third and three now for the Clippers. Yeah, West Central's going to have to come up with a couple big defensive plays here. I would watch for a pass of some type on this. Under center now, Welchel goes in motion across. They're going to give it to Leffelman in the backfield. He's going to get the first down, I think. Yeah, plenty. A couple yards pass, another first down for Amboy, whose offense is moving now. A big stop by the Amboy defense now gets the offense moving. First and 10 now from... Uh, it appears to be around the 18 or 17-yard line, I think. Just under four minutes to play in the third quarter. <clears throat> Time is running low for Amboy. They're going to start feeling the crunch of this now as the third quarter winds uh, winds down. They're going to hand off up the middle here. Ball's oh, out. ball's out, I think. Oh, no whistle. I think that ball's out. Boy, if this goes to West Central, Amboy, Amboy's going to feel that. Uh, not I don't think excited. it did. I think Amboy came up with it there. Recovered. Welch was out there. But they got it back. So instead of a fumble, now they're going to have second and uh, about three, it looks like. They're on the 10-yard line now. Threatening to score again. Again, this is a big a big score here for Amboy because it's going to cut what was a, a three-score lead to a, a one-score lead here. Underneath, they go to Leffelman up the middle, I believe. Gets a big, big push on the pile there. He's inside. That's going to be first and goal now for the Clippers. The Heat defense looking maybe a little, a little beat up right now. First and goal from the four, I think. Or the five, somewhere between the five and the four. First and goal for the Clippers from the four. 245 remaining in the third quarter. Lindemeyer under center, hands it off. Oh, big hole there into the end zone. Is number 21, Leffelman, for a score. And just like that, Amboy, they come out what seems like what could have been a dagger, and they come back and say, we're not through yet. 36-24 now. No, 36-30. 36-30 now. Amboy scores 240 left in the third quarter. Six-point game. This is where you see one of those two-point conversions get big. Uh, they get this one. They're going to make it a four-point game uh, with a whole quarter to play still. Uh, well, so we're, it's keeping close, folks. 36-30, point conversion. Fake handoff, a little pressure for Lindemeyer. Oh. Tries to get rid of it. Nice job there. Makes and Carnes on the pressure. They tackle him while he tries to throw a pass. It goes nowhere near a receiver. And the two-point conversion attempt for the Amboy Clippers is no good. And with 2.40 remaining, we're going to have a score stay 36-30. to 30. The Heat have the lead. Um, but feeling a little pressure now after a turnover on downs and then a score by Amboy, who uh, just won't, well, not going away yet. Yep, somehow I'm not overly surprised at, uh, at this, really. I mean, Amboy's here for a reason, so, and they're showing that now. West Central's going to need to score this time. Yep. Yep, what's uh, Riverbank Fabrics? If you or someone you know likes to sew, get to Riverbank Fabrics in Oquaka. 
Riverbank Fabrics has a wonderful selection of fabric for your next project. Maybe you need a new Bernina uh, sewing machine. Riverbank Fabrics has them, and be sure to check out the vault for extra special deals. Let's go heat. Sell up a victory from Riverbank Fabrics in Oklahoma. Thank you to Riverbank Fabrics for your support of the heat tonight. 36-30. That's your score. 240 remaining in the third quarter. Amboy up to kick. I would expect nothing less than an onside kick here. That's what we've seen the whole game from both teams mostly. And I imagine this will be the same. He went left. Nice job there. Well covered by, uh, boy, that's number nine again, Landon Winters. He's recovered a couple of those now. Figured out it's coming. Figured out how to step up and catch it and uh, yeah, catch you, it clean and, and do well. So You've got to get it on that bounce up high enough that you can handle it. If you wait for that second bounce, you're usually going to be in trouble. Yep, so nicely recovered there. So just like that. Now what Central gets it back, first and uh, ten from the 50-yard line. They start right at the midfield mark. Um, the snow, uh, snowflakes continue to fall here. Uh, nothing covering the field yet, but it's definitely snowing and cold here today. First play is a handoff to Meldrum up the middle. Look at that. Look at him muscle through. That is all effort, all heart from Parker Meldrum, who turns getting hit at the line of scrimmage into an eight-yard carry. Uh, second and two now for Parker. I'm sorry for the West Central Heat. Well, we talked about him a little bit earlier, Dad. I'm super impressed with that Meldrum. Parker yeah, he's a, he's a strong, tough kid for those runs up the middle. He just does so much for this team that the, the layperson may not necessarily see, but he is definitely a vital part of this. They're going to give him a chance there to get a first down, and he does, plus a little extra. And that'd be our game. Man, put the ball on the, on the back of your horse and ride him. I mean, that's what we're doing right now. First down for the Heat. First and 10 now from the uh, 37 yard line. From the Clipper 37, I should say. And uh, offense trying to get going here. Remember the last time they were up, they turned it over on downs. They had a couple rough plays and then a, a kind of a blown up option at the end. Uh, and they're trying to look for a little redemption here on the offensive side. A little different formation this time. There he goes. Drossy lined up at the Look's right wing one. and came around, uh, kind of an end around almost look uh, on that handoff and took it to the left. Got about three yards out of it. Uh, tackle by Lindenmeyer. <laughs> also interesting to see a new look. That's, I think, maybe only the second time we've seen something other than a fullback tailback formation from West Central. And we're going to see. Something different again here. we got a wing and a split to the right and a tailback. Carnes under center. He's going to keep it, though, and go right up the middle. Look at him. He's a big kid. And depending on the spot, I think he's going to get it first here. Yeah, I'm sure he did. 34 to the 26. Eight-yard game. Another first down. Just driving forward. Minute left in the third quarter. Mason Carnes using his size, spreading out the defense a bit, and then pushing him right up the middle for a first. First and ten now from the 26-yard line for the West Central Heat. Spread, uh, I'm sorry, split out to the lot right again, and Carnes is going to keep it up the middle again. He got tripped up a little bit this time. Still going to get a few positive yards out of this, uh, just out of pure size and momentum alone. It's going to be second and seven now for the Heat. Clock's still running. 32 seconds left in this quarter. Yeah, I think maybe we're going to try and get one more playoff. I think they're going to have to try. I think the play clock is going to run 
is long enough they don't have to run a play. But the call, the sports close. The sports psychologist for the West Central Elites on the, trying to get the fans up and going here. Here we go, nine seconds. We're going to get one more play. Carnes under center. It's time he's going to fake the handoff at the middle, keep it over the left-hand side. Had an option there to draw, so he decided to keep it himself. Ran into a host of clippers there. Um, the spot's going to put him around the 20-yard line, so it's going to be third and four, and that's going to take us to the end of the third quarter. So at the end of three quarters here in the state championship game, West Central Heat, they maintain a 36-30 to game. Folks, if you uh, just joining us, it's been a game, and I have a feeling this fourth quarter is going to be exciting. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with this fourth quarter in just a minute. You're listening to Heat Football on Sunday, 97.7 WMOI. Welcome back to the Prairie Communication Sports Network. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant, and we're here with the Illinois 8-Man Football Association State Championship game between the West Central Heat and the Amboy Clippers. And uh, West Central just got Amboy to jump and give him a first down. That's one way to get a first down. Yep. They came up out of that quarter break and uh, lined up on the ball, did a little hard count, and they got a little jump out of a defensive player. And when you're sitting at third and three, a five-yard penalty gives you a first down. It's simple math. Yeah. You know, it's only like, it's, unless I missed one, it's only the fourth penalty of the game, two yeah. on each team. So it's been a very clean play game. Very clean game. Isaiah Stepson now split out far right. Uh, nope. Meldrum by himself in the backfield. There's a handoff to him up the middle. He bounces off a couple guys and keeps keeps his feet pumping. Gets up to about the 10-yard line, I think, so it's about a five-yard gain. Going to be second and five, I'm thinking it. Second and five. So. I feel like they were starting on the 15. Second yeah. and five for the Heat here. Like whoever's doing the scoreboard here is a little behind. Yeah. Or a little slow. <laughs> uh, fourth quarter just underway. Again, uh, West Central's got a 36-30 lead. They're threatening to score here now in the red zone. Second and five from the 10-yard line. Uh, trying to punch this in and run the clock here some. Carnes under center. He's going to do the little fake, and that's the, kind of the end around from Dross. He has a little hole. Shoots through and gets tackled. He's going to be just shy of the first down, it looks like. Uh, we're going to see a third and short for the West Central Heat uh, down around the five-yard line. Not quite to the five. About the six-yard line here. So third and one for the Heat. Uh, again, this is this third quarter, well, third now fourth quarter, we've seen some different formations out of West Central. We didn't see that in the first half. Right. They're doing a few different things, and, and they seem to have a little success with it. But uh... keep that clock running. Here's Drossi's at the right wing. Meldrum's at the tailback. Carnes under center. Carnes going to keep it. Oh, nice job by the defender there. Who's that big guy in the middle? On the ground is going to get up last. 55 for Amboy. Landon Montevore. Uh, sorry if I said your name wrong, but killer play right there. He just dove right through the feet, and he picked the right side and took out Mason's feet. He tried to do the quarterback keeper, which typically a yard for him is nothing. Yeah, I, uh, I think you're going to see it again. Yeah, yeah, they stop him there. It's fourth and inches now for the Heat. A huge, huge play here. Gosh, this would take the wind right out of your sails of West Central, and if you're Amboy, yeah. Mason's going to get redemption, though. Yeah, no stopping down. him that time. He almost got... Uh, 
Yeah, short. Not not quite a touchdown, but he got the first down for sure. A little redemption after that. Well, good defensive play on the last one by Amboy. Uh, this time, Mason Carnes gets oh, yeah. it, and it's going to be first and goal down from the, the one yard line. One of the two. The one. I think he's at the one. Five yard gain there. First and goal from the one now. Why you just do it again? Yeah, I, I would. would. You got four tries at it. No handoffs. No fumbles. I mean, that, yeah, just. Drive it in. Take it and go. Let Carnes finish it. The big kid. It takes a lot to stop him. Mason Carnes. They don't have it packed right there, yeah. so there it is. There it is. There it is. The score or the the signal from both sides. That's a touchdown. Mason Carnes on a quarterback keeper. A one yard touchdown run might for have, senior Mason Carnes. It might have taken a second effort though, because. I'm not so sure he was in on the first try, but he kept his footing and was able to fall across the line. So with 9:18 remaining in this in the game here in the fourth quarter of the state championship game, uh, West Central takes on a 42 to 30 lead now, the chance to extend that lead to 14 with this two point conversion. And we're going to get another timeout on a two point conversion. That's the craziest thing. Last <laughs> week, Sean and I just couldn't get over how many timeouts were called on extra point. On two point conversion. Yeah, big I mean, plays here. It was, I bet, four out of the six timeouts used were on extra point. I mean, we've, at had, least. we've had two tonight now. So, But, I mean, you know, last week they won by uh, two points, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean they count. <laughs> they're big. Yeah, they're big. Uh, country Financial, Tiffany Colette, Tiffany and the entire country team help you prepare for your future with insurance protection and build a plan to achieve your financial goals. Give Tiffany a call at 309-734-9400 or stop by and see her at 207 North Main Street in Monmouth. That's Country Financial, Tiffany Cole. Thanks for your support here. Two-point conversion after the timeout. West Central up 42-30. They just scored on a one touchdown run for Mason Carnes. Now looking to get a two-point conversion to make it a 14-point lead with uh, 9-18 remaining. Standard formation they've been doing. They ran the counter there to Drosty, and he finds plenty of space and gets in. That two-point conversion is good. And now it's a 14-point lead for the West Central Heat with uh, just over nine minutes remaining in this state championship title game. And, uh, well, you feel good about that after that last offensive possession. That's a good one to come back to. All right. They got their, um, they got their rhythm back, I would say, in, uh, in that possession and finished it off with a score. So now I just like to see him play a little better defense because those last two drives for Amboy, they just marched it down the field on them. So I yeah, think they can... need to get a stop here and that could end the game for them. Yeah, you can tell that there, there's been some adjustments made that uh, Amboy's doing some little things on offense that are a little different. We thought we might see him throw the ball more, uh, and they really haven't. What they've done is they've gone back to Landon Welchel uh, for a good portion of it. Now, they've thrown the ball a time or two, but um, i got to say I'm a little surprised. As well as they threw the ball to Blaine in the first half, or at least particularly the second quarter, I'm surprised they haven't done a little more of that. Yeah. Although they did get one touchdown thrown to him, so there in the third quarter, I believe. Yep. So here we go. Let's essentially kick off again. Ooh, almost mishandled there by number seven yeah. for Amboy, Troy Anderson. He uh, was kind of a line drive at him. He tried to catch it, didn't catch it clean, but he's able to fall on it, so Amboy's going to pick it up. Um, 
here first and 10 from their own 49-yard line, it looks like. Another good field position. I mean, there's no doubt. This eight-man football, there's always good field position when you start. It seems yeah. like. Nobody ever kicks it deep. Nobody nobody ever seems to be really backed up against their own end zone very often, unless unless no. you get a big stop like at the uh, towards the end of a drive. Right, right. So first and ten for the Amboy Clippers, a handoff oh, to the tailback. Play. Good play. That's number five, Welchel again. Again, he's getting a lot more carries this second half, but a good defensive stop there. He's going to get one yard on that. It's going to be second and nine for the Clippers here. Drosty. 9.04 remaining. Drosty wrapped him up that time. He wasn't going anywhere. This is going to be crunch time. The Amboy hasn't seemed to really speed up their tempo much, but they're going to have to, I think, at this point. you got to anticipate, if you're Amboy, that you're – West Central's going to score once more. It's, it's possible. Least. Yeah, I mean, they haven't been able, they've stopped them. Right. I mean, so. the best case scenario, you're going to have to get a couple stops, but you're probably, they're probably going to score once. So this, And right now they seem confused about a play call. Like, yeah. I would think you've got to see Locked Amboy start, start doing some no huddle here. They're, We're going to get a whistle and now a timeout. So you waste about 30 seconds yeah. and then call a timeout. That hurts. If you're the coach, you're, you're, you're kicked off on that one. Uh, we'll take a 30-second break ourselves. We'll come back with more of the state championship game. You're listening to Heat Football on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. And welcome back to the state championship game between West Central and Amboy. A pitch from Linden uh, Meyer to the left here. Who's that go to? Welchel again? Yeah, yeah Welchel. And he's wrapped up. He got a couple yards out of it, but a decent job by the defense there to make a stop. He got to around the 47-yard uh, line, the Heat 47, that is. And it's going to be third and six now for uh, the Clippers. Here's a big play here. If they can hold them here with very little gain, if any, and make it fourth and long, it's going to put a lot of pressure on him, boy. Yeah, at this point in the game, it's under under eight minutes to play in the state championship game. Every play feels big. Uh, now, Amboy, they're going back to a spread here. they got yep. three offensive linemen, two on each side. Here comes the pass to Blank. And, and pressure from the backside from Stetson. What a catch by Blank. Gosh, he's big and good. Wow. One hand right in the middle of the field, guys all around, and Blank just reaches up and pulls it down. Drosty was right there with him. Just couldn't do anything. There were a it. number of guys there, not to mention Isaiah Stetson almost sacked Lindenmeyer. Uh, instead, it's a completion all the way out to the 25-yard line, and just like that, I am boys threatening to score here. 7.28 remaining in the fourth quarter. <coughs> 44.30 is the lead for the West Central Heap, and Amboy's looking to put some points on the board here. Spread formation again, this time three receivers to the right. Um, Brandon Blaine's on his own on the on the There's a great play by Drosty. Yeah, good defense there. I said that wrong, too. They had three players spread to the left. Blaine was on his own to the right. They had one-on-one with Drosty. He tried a little in and then straight out, a uh, quick move about five yards out, and Drossy did a good job, dove in front and knocked the pass down just like a uh, like a cornerback would do. Right, he just laid himself out flat and yep. knocked the pass down. So a big stop there for the Heat defense, second and ten now. The clock does stop, though, on an incomplete pass. Well, that's the unfortunate thing, the clock stops. And now we're going to see... Uh, the Heat defense here. Now we back to a, a tighter offense here. It's going to be a handoff to Quinn Leffelman there over the right-hand side, and he got a few yards out of that. Definitely not a first down, about a three-yard gain there. It's going to be third and seven, I call that. <coughs> Excuse me. 
under seven to go now. The Heat are seven, less than seven minutes away from a state title here if they can hang on to this two-score lead that they've got right now. Well, they're certainly in the driver's seat. Even if uh, Amboy scores, they, they would certainly be in a position to at least run the clock out if they don't score again themselves. I just can't get over how seemingly not in a hurry they are. Yeah, they're they're not in a big hurry. They can't off up the middle. Lindemeyer runs an option, keeps it himself nope, instead of pitching sure. it to Welchel. And uh, he's going to be stopped shy of the uh, 15-yard line. He's going to be on about the 16, it looks like. And it's going to be fourth and one. Yeah, closer to the 17, actually. And it's going to be fourth and one for Amboy. And I tell you what, if you're if you're West Central and you can get a stop here. Oh, huge. Ooh, huge. Huge. And then just run the clock, and it's just going to make it really hard on Amboy. Big play here. Full play. Big play for both sides. Huge play now. Fourth and one. Keeper. the ball. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh no. Coach Kirby called a timeout before the play. I think Lyndon Byron dropped it. Uh, he did. But instead, we're going to have a, a timeout. But that's, that play is so good. It's still going to be fourth and one for Amboy here after this timeout. Uh, we're going to keep it here. Monmouth College, we're going to give a huge shout-out and thank you to Monmouth College tonight. Uh, Monmouth College provides a transformative educational experience within a caring community of learners. As a residential liberal arts college, Monmouth empowers students to realize their full potential, lead meaningful lives, pursue successful careers, and shape their communities and the world through the service and leadership. Monmouth College, where every day is a great day to be a Scott. Here's the Fighting Scots football team tomorrow morning at 11:40 on AM 1330 WRIN and RadioMama.com in the first annual Cousin Subs Lakefront Bowl against Concordia College of Wisconsin. So you can catch uh, Sean on that game tomorrow. Mama College again. That pregame starts at 11:40. Uh, thanks to the college for hosting the state championship game tonight. Uh, the turf looks great. The field looks great. And here we're back to fourth and one. A huge play for both teams. A handoff to, uh, oh, we got it to Leffelman. He got close forward progress. Quinn Leffelman there. He got hit once, able to keep his feet and push forward. And he got two to 15. That's going to be a first down. It's first and 10 for the Amboy Clippers. And so they keep their, uh, they keep their dream alive. Honestly, I think if you get a stop there, that's probably the game. Yeah, Meldrum uh, hit him head up, uh, and he he bounced backwards a little, but then he was able to still go forward and kept us to get it. Yep, kept his feet in the second effort, got a first down. Five fifteen remaining in the game. Handoff now in the backfield to Welchel, I think again. Couldn't actually see who it was. Oh. I was guessing based on where he came yeah, from. Yeah, Welchel again. There were five West Central guys on top of him, yeah. and he came up out of that pile. He still got five yards out of it. Second and five now. Second and five for the Amboy Clippers. The important thing here for West Central is even if they score, is make them use up as much clock well, as they can prior to that. You know, I, don't, I mean, again, I'm not sure why you're not no huddle in this. Maybe you can. I don't know, but you got to be rolling. In off up the middle this time play. to Leffelman, and he Just was brought play. down pretty quickly. Not much place to go there. Meldrum getting up out of the middle of that. I think he got a yard. Wow, again, maybe a yard. So third and four now, third and four. 420 remaining. 
Here's the thing. The clock is still running. Tick, tick, tick here. Tick, tick, tick. Meanwhile, the heat, I think you can see some of the excitement starting to build here. They know the time is coming. They know that they just keep running time off the clock. Lindemeyer keeps it again on that fake handoff to the fullback and an option to the left. And, again, he's brought down after a couple yards. He got to the five. Shy, got to the five, but he's going to be shy of the first. So it's going to be fourth and inches again. Under four to play now. 44-30. West Central's got a 14-point lead. Yeah, Under four minutes to play. Big play here. Make them use up as much clock as you can. Huge play here for the defense. Oh, that ball's rolling sideways. <laughs> that was funny. Interesting. Is that, I mean, that tells, yeah. you, that tells you what the wind is the doing out here. out of the west, isn't it? Here we go, Lindemeyer under center. He's going to do a keeper up the middle. He's got space for the first down. It's going to be first and goal for sure uh, from about the two maybe. But the clock, more importantly, the clock's going to run. Maybe the three. I think it's a two. Yeah, yeah, they're not First and goal from the two, 318 left in the game. First and goal now. Lindemeyer under center again. Hand off this time to Welch, so the flag Flags comes down. out. False We're going to call a false start on the, on the offense there. Somebody got a little anxious, so pretty clean game so far, but that's going to be a five-yard penalty. Still going to be first and goal for uh, the Clippers, but it's going to back them up from the second to the seven-yard line. Well, that hurts when you're trying to punch it in. Poor yeah. timing on it. It does. Poor timing on that penalty, not that you ever choose to have a good time on them. But like right, that. right. Still first and goal from the seven. Hand off to Welchel. Finds some space. Gets into the end zone. That's a touchdown. Good seven-yard run there for Welchel. Uh, really, he's really carried this offense here for the Clippers in the second half. 2.52 remaining in the game. Uh, the two-point conversion here. They can get this. In. They can get themselves back in. I mean, they're already 44-36. I mean, uh, another touchdown and a two-point conversion could tie it. And you know if you're Amboy... You want this two-point conversion. Right. You want it now. Make it a six-point game instead of an eight-point game. Then you got to count on your defense to get the ball back. So big two-point conversion play here. And off the Welch. Oh, whoa, huge defensive play there. Who is that? Let me see his numbers. 77? 77 for West Central. That is Brody Link. Yeah. First time on the air tonight, and he makes a huge play in the fourth quarter here. 2.52 remaining, saves a two-point conversion with a tackle of Welchel in the backfield. Uh, that two-point conversion is no good, so it's an eight-point lead for the Heat. 44-36, 2.52 remaining in the game, and uh, they're going to get the ball back, should get the ball back on offense. Now, you know an onside kick is coming. It's come every other play, and it has to come this time. Because if you're Anvil, you got to have the ball back. Right, right. Well, the good thing for West Central now, that eight-point lead means they can't lose on another score. Uh, yeah, all they can do is tie or win. Right. Um, and, and maybe goes to overtime. But um, you're right. They have to recover this. There's no doubt about it. They have got to recover this. And then West Central's got the offense to run that clock out. And that's basically all they need to do. According to the scoreboard, uh, the Clippers only have one timeout left. So that's going to hurt them. They're not going to be able to stop the clock much in the last 252. Yeah, they're going to have to depend on a, on a turnover, really. 
because the four plays at 40 second play clock. I mean, uh, it's not 40 seconds. I don't think. It I think it is. There's the short onside kick. It appears to be covered up by West Central. Yes, it is. Good job there. Can't see number eight. Number eight. Nine. 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 Landon Winters again. I bet he has caught four or five of those tonight and uh, single-handedly has kept the ball for West Central by handling those tonight. Well yeah. done by Landon Winters. Yeah, they struggled a little in the first half, but they certainly got better, Alan. Yeah, they got, they got the right hands guys out there. They're ready for it now, catching it each time. So first and 10, 2.49 remaining, 44-36, an eight-point lead for the Heat. Hang on to the ball, hang on to the ball, hang on to the ball. Hand off to Meldrum up the middle. Couple yards gain. Brought down there by a couple Clippers, including number 55, Landon uh, Montever. And we're going to get our first timeout here by the Clippers here. First timeout. Let's take 30 seconds ourselves. We'll come back for uh, maybe the conclusion of this game here. You're listening to Heat Football on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. And welcome back to the state championship game here at April Zorn Stadium. The West Central Heat have the ball here, third or second and seven. Yep. And a little counter run to Drosty over the left side. He gets about four yards three out yards, of that, three four, yards, four, four, something like that. It's going to be third and three for the Heat now. 2.16 remaining. They are up 44-36, an eight-point lead with the ball. And at this point, if you're the Heat, you are just trying to run the clock out. And, uh, folks, the wind has picked up big time. Um, the referee in between plays is having to stand with his feet on the ball, otherwise it rolls away. Uh, the flag is at full tilt. So I'm telling you, it is cold out here tonight. Uh, but I'm also telling you, these boys, especially the Heat kids, uh, they are not feeling that. Carnes is going to keep this one up the middle. He's going to get close to the first down. That's not been a call yet. 41. The White Hat's going to come in and take an eyeball at it. Why are you throwing the ball? Because they're giving it to Mark. Because he's the spot. So they're giving it to the guy they want to give him the official spot. Now they're going to make the call. They're going to do a measurement here. Yeah, but why wouldn't you just put the ball on the ground where the ball's where they're at? Because they want to give it to the referee who made, like, that's his spot. He was the one that saw it, so the referee over here pointed and said, give it to him. Okay. Because he was the one that saw it. Minute 42, we got a measurement. This is the first down, the game's over. First down, West Central Heat there, 142 left, 44-36, an eight-point lead. And, folks, that could be the game. Uh, The scoreboard has uh, Amboy as no timeouts remaining, and if that is, nope. They just called one, so that's not true. But they're probably out now. Why would you call a timeout when the clock is? Oh, well, it's going to roll. Yeah, they were going to roll it. Yeah, they'll so another timeout here by Amboy. We think this is their last timeout. The minute forty-two remaining. They're down eight. Um, And their only their only shot now uh, is to get uh, a turnover and. I don't know. Well, I don't know. They can't stop the clock. Like, I mean, you're, you're going to have to force something, and uh, it's not looking good for Amboy. Well, they uh, might have to be great get for West Central. They might need another first down, but it's only a 25 second play clock. So I was trying to look up the weather again because the wind has picked up, it looks like. It still says the 13 mile an hour. With the, uh, Maybe it's only a 25 second play clock in the play where a timeout's been called. Yeah. 
it might be. I thought it reset to 40 earlier, but here we go. The play clock is rolling. The game clock is not, of course, because of that timeout. He's going to kneel, it must be. And West Central is going to take a knee. And they're going to run it down. It is a 40-second clock there. It reset to 40. Oh, yeah. I think this is it, folks. Try to do some quick math. It's, they're going to get down. It, it's going to be close. But they're going to run it down as far as they can. You can be sure of that. Coach Kirby might call. He might use a timeout eventually to save it here. It's second and 11. They lost the yard because he took a knee. A minute 10 now. 10 seconds left oh. on the play clock. Wait till he starts counting. They're going to wait till he counts. Where's that back judge at? He's right up there at the line of scrimmage. Oh. I think he knew that they were going to do that. So there's the next knee. One more time. That they're going to have to do it once more, and that's it. This is this is going to be it, folks. they got enough time to be able to do this. Wait, if okay. you're listening, you can see the excitement start to spread on the sign. There's a couple kids here who's been told that this is it. Some of the players starting to take the coats off. You're seeing a little uh, uh, celebration on the side. They're starting to realize. All the fans are standing. Well, they're starting to realize what's going on here. That That's just it. now the West Central Heat they're going to win the state championship of the eight-man football league. There's 24 seconds left right now, but with no timeouts, that's the game. The Heat players run on the field. Some of the students are running on the field, despite what I'm sure the administrators want to happen. It's going anyways, but everybody's gathering at the 50-yard line and. Uh, as we run down the last final five official seconds here, it hasn't officially ended yet. Two, one, zero. Congratulations, West Central Heat, the 2022 Eight-Man Football Association state champion, West Central Heat. Get a huge victory against the Amboy Clippers tonight. What a huge game. What a fun game to watch. 44-36. to that is your final, 44-36. to 36. The West Central Heat are able to finish off the Amboy Clippers and win the state title tonight. Uh, man, what a fun game to watch. A close game. Amboy stayed in it the whole time. Uh, made it close here at the end. And, man, just, just, a, just a well-coached game, a well-played game, not a ton of penalties. Just a fun game to watch. And I love to see this. Both teams lined up on the 50-yard line, uh, giving hugs, shaking hands. Uh, I heard you guys mention it last week in the end of your broadcast, the sportsmanship. We've seen that out of the West Central Heat this year. Uh, a bunch of the fans now are coming down on the field, but they're also waiting, letting the kids do their congratulations and shaking hands of the other team first. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with some stats. Uh, Coach Kirby will hopefully come up here and get an interview with him, a uh, post-game interview. But if you just joined us, 44 44- 36, that is your final. The West Central Heat have beat the Amboy Clippers and claimed the 8A Football Association State Championship. Uh, They are the champions here and uh, have done well with that. Congratulations to the players, uh, the coaches, the fans, and the school and communities on their state championship. Let's take a break. We'll come back with a post-game show in just a few minutes. You're listening to Heat Football, the state champion football on Sunday, 97.7 WMOI. Well, welcome back to the Prairie Communication Sports Network alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant, and we are here at Monmouth College at April Zorn Stadium where the West Central Heat have become the uh, Illinois 8A 
I'm sorry, eight a eight man football association state champions here with a forty four to thirty six victory over the Amboy Lamoille Ohio Clippers in a just a just a fun game to watch. What a way to cap off a season, a completely undefeated season, thirteen and zero. They right. finished with zero losses on the year. A huge achievement in any sport to be have an undefeated season. And just to describe uh, what is happening right now, of course, a lot of the West Central fans went out onto the field as uh, Coach Kirby was talking to his players. Uh, they have dispersed a little bit. The fans are mostly on the track here. Uh, and at one point, the Amboy team, they were over kind of by themselves as the coach was talking to them. And then you saw their fans come out on the field as well and talk to them. Uh, right now, Drossi's at, at the 50-yard line basically getting interviewed. Um, what a heck of a career he's had, a heck of a season he's had, and a heck of a night he had. Uh, just a, a heck of a ball player here and a fun thing to watch. The players are still kind of hanging around. They should do a, a trophy presentation, right? That's probably why they cleared them off. I think they'll do a trophy presentation here. Yeah, and they're giving uh, medals to the second place team over there. I see. A, oh a yeah, so they've got Amboy. Over yep. So they've got Amboy lined up on the other side of the field, uh, and they're getting their second place medals. They'll get a trophy too, a second place trophy. Uh, I would assume, anyways, of some type. And then we'll see them do the same thing with the West Central players. So that's why they're still gathered up. Uh, they did try and grinch uh, Coach Kirby with the Gatorade. Jug, I believe they missed him for the most part. His feet might have got wet, but uh, man, it had been a cold night to get drenched in one of those. So while they're doing some of this, we're going to get a scoring summary of the second half and maybe get you some stats. Our hope is that Coach Kirby will come up here for an interview. Uh, a night like tonight, though, there's so much going on. If he doesn't come up here, I would totally understand that. Uh, but we hope he'll come up here and let us talk to him for a couple minutes tonight. But for now, second half scoring summary from Dad here. Okay, in the third period, West Central started the scoring right away at the 10:37 mark in the third quarter. Uh, Carnes with a one-yard run. Drosty's extra point run was good, and West Central led 36-16. to Then in the, at 8:15 mark in the third period, Amboy scored on a 23-yard pass from Lindenmeyer to Blaine. Uh, Welchel's run was good, and the score was 36-24, West Central. Also in the third period at the 2:40 mark, a four-yard run by Leffelman. Extra point pass was no good, and West Central led 36-30. to At the 9-18 mark in the fourth period, Carnes again with a one-yard touchdown run. Drosty's extra point run was good, and West Central led 44-30. to And then Amboy scored the last time at the fourth, in the fourth period at the 2-52 mark. Welch on a seven-yard run. The extra point run was no good. That made the final score 44-36 to in favor of West Central. That is your second half scoring summary. Uh, how about some uh, team stats here, individual stats and team stats for both teams here tonight in the state championship game? Uh, Amboy Lamoille, looks like they had 45 rushing attempts for 214 yards and three touchdowns. Um, they were led by Landon Welchel with 16 carries, 76 yards and a touchdown. Quinn Leffelman, 14 carries, 45 yards and a touchdown. Tucker Lindemeyer had uh, 10 carries for 73 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Brennan Lane had four. Brennan Blaine had four carries for 20 yards. In the passing department, Tucker Lindemeyer was uh, six, or sorry, four for 10 in the second half. Two touchdowns, 92 yards, uh, and an interception that was returned for a touchdown. 
And Brennan Blaine had all six of those receptions, actually five receptions. I can't even count. Five receptions for 92 yards and both touchdowns. Uh, I believe they had 306 total yards of offense. Uh, West Central finished with 43 carries for 258 yards, five touchdowns. Um, their sixth touchdown was an interception returned by Drosty. Uh, Caden Drosty led the way with 17 carries, 177 yards, and four touchdowns. Parker Meldrum had nine carries for 47 yards. Mason Carnes, 17 carries for 34 yards uh, and two touchdowns, both one-yard runs. Uh, West Central did not attempt a pass in the entire game. So they had 258 yards of total offense uh, to the 306 for Amboy. But you probably need to also count in the 60 yards technically on that interception return for a touchdown. So well, a pretty evenly paced game, and the score was pretty even. One touchdown is, is really not that much. And let's be clear, I mean, if you're Amboy, you came in to a game with a team who averages averages 511 yards per game. Right. And held them to 258. Right. Uh, they average 60 points a game, and you held them to 44. Right. Uh, so, I mean, if you're Amboy, like, you came in and, and you – you held down the firepower of a pretty powerful or offensively potent team tonight. And uh, Emboy, obviously, I mean, clearly you made it to the state champion. They have got nothing uh, to be down about. Yeah, nothing to be down about. I mean, they, no. what a great season for them, and we want to make sure we congratulate them uh, on a great season. They finished now 10-3 and on the year. Uh, nobody wants to end on a loss, but the, 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 the reality is in every, in every league, every team ends on a loss but one. So, um, but anyways, congratulations to Amboy. Well done. Well fought tonight. Just a good job on their part. They played a great game. They just came up a little short. A couple mistakes, a couple turnovers hurt them, especially the interception returned for a touchdown. But it's all part of the game. You still can't take away their season or how good of a team they are because they got to this game, and most teams can't say that. So, yeah, uh, they. I would expect they'll do well again next year. Uh, you just never know from one year to the next. But uh, what a great game to watch! Yeah, just a just a huge fun game to watch here. That uh, what you see now are both both teams are lined up on their prospective sidelines with the uh, fans behind them. They're currently still going through and giving all the individual medals to the Amboy players and announcing them. And when they're done with that, they'll come back and give uh, the trophy and the medals here to the West Central Heat team. Uh, as they stand and wait for the other team to get their stuff. Real quick, Dad, I thought it would be good for us maybe on, on the air here to just mention as they go through all this, we can read off the names of all the players for the West Central team. Uh, we'll start with, uh, I'll read the freshmen, and we'll work our way up to the seniors. Um, so I just started at the top here and working down the freshman, Nolan Forbes, uh, wide receiver. Jordan Kane is a freshman. Uh, Joshua Covert, Keaton Rubush, Harry Price, Harry uh, Waugh. Oh, that's uh, that 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 pronunciation's on the wrong name. Harry Harry Waugh, Cody Wade are the freshmen for the West Central Heat here, state champions tonight. Uh, sophomores are Alexia Hall, Braden T, Gage Stimson, Alex McGraw, Kyle LaFerry, 
Aiden Reed, Mikey Schramm, Elijah Dabbs, Caleb Thompson, and that'd be it for the sophomores. And our juniors on the West Central Heat team, the state championship team tonight, Daniel Reyes, uh, Hunter Schrader, Isaiah Stefson made some plays tonight. Congratulations. Uh, Blake Cole. And that's it for the juniors. And the seniors. They're going to have some big shoes to fill for next year because they're losing a lot of good players here. Bryce Bigger, uh, Ian Dunlap, Mason Carnes, Landon Winters, Caden Drosty, Colton Fletcher, Keaton Kane, Parker Meldrum, Zach Smith, Brody Link, Jimmy Stevenson, Nick Woods, and Mikhail West. Congratulations again. That's the uh, uh, the whole team there for the West Central Heat, the football team, the undefeated 13-0 state champions of the Illinois Eight-Man Football Association League this year. Um, just a huge, crazy, awesome season for these kids. Uh, what a way to end it. What a cold night to end it on. Um, the uh, Amboy team now, they're gathering up for the team part of this as they are going to get the trophy, I believe, now. It looks like that's we can't really hear the announcer in, inside our booth here. <coughs> Excuse me. But I believe they're going to get their trophy now and get the team picture. They'll move on to the West Central team here in just a second. A few highlights from tonight as we look back at this uh, state championship game for the uh, West Central Heat. If we look at some highlights of the evening, we started out here West Central. Um, they were the first on the board and took an eight nothing lead in the first quarter and extended that out to a two score lead, sixteen nothing in the first. And uh, then uh, Amboy came back and they were able to put some points on the board, followed by another West Central touchdown that took took us to twenty two to eight. And there in the second quarter as well, uh, Amboy scored again. And then West Central answered back as well, and that took us a halftime score. We were at 28-16 to 16 heading into the half. The West Central Heat were up. Uh, second half, West Central came out and scored pretty quickly on their first possession and uh, tried to get that momentum going and keep it going. But Amboy, they had some fight left in them, and uh, West Central was able to get that lead to 36-24. to 24. Um, but Amboy uh, came back, put it 36-30. West Central uh, able to score again and take it to 44-30. to And Amboy, with 252 remaining in the fourth, put six more on the board. Uh, Two-point conversion was stopped, and they made it 44-36. And with that, West Central was able to run it out and get to uh, the state champion, uh, state champion title here. And so that's just some highlights here of how it went as they start to hand out the medals here to all the individuals and the coaches involved with the team as they all face the crowd here. They're going through the coaches and such first, and they'll come around to all the players and do the team trophy. Uh, exciting game tonight. Uh, we saw a couple times where West Central looked like maybe they were going to stumble a bit and Amboy was going to get some momentum, and then we saw a number of times where one player of the team in general were able to make a huge, uh, ginormous stop to really just kill the momentum of Amboy. Uh, we saw twice in the first quarter with an interception and a fourth down. We saw it a couple times in the uh, second half as well. Uh, huge two-point conversion that was stopped by Brody Link there in the fourth quarter at the end uh, to keep it in an eight-point game, which turned out to 
not necessarily matter, but it could have. I mean, it was just a huge defensive play for him. Um, but just just a good, well-fought game on both sides. Uh, it was interesting to see um, Amboy come out and run Welchel a lot more in that second half. Right. It was, uh, you know, they ran him more, but they didn't throw the ball to Blaine as much in the second half. He did have one touchdown, but uh, he really didn't um... – he did not. He didn't run the ball at all in the second half. He had five carries for 20 yards in the first half. He he never touched the ball on offense, except for that one touchdown pass. Well, actually, I think he had a second. He had a pass. second reception too. But uh, aside from those two plays, are the only two times he touched the ball in the second half. And and I think when he got a player his caliber, I'm surprised they didn't use him more. I really yeah. expected it, but it didn't I, happen. I'm surprised, too. I have to say part of that I would want to give credit to the Heat defense because they always had pressure on Lindenmeyer when he was trying to make a pass. But at the same time, they threw two passes, and they were huge. I mean, uh, he scored on the one uh, that you have. That second one was a deep pass in between. He was out here amongst four defenders and made the catch. Like, he's a big kid and made a couple big catches. I'm with you. I think I would have tried to throw him the ball a couple more times there, especially late in the game. Also, I mean, the incomplete pass would have stopped the clock. I mean, there are a lot of advantages to that. But, right, uh, right. And by the same token, West Central did the same thing. Grossi only ran the ball six times in the second half. Huh. Well, let, I mean, let's part of this credit, I mean, part of the reason that um, Amboy held West Central to 258 yards of offense is because they contained Grossi better than any team has this year. Right, right. He, had, he, had, uh, he only had six carries, although one of them was a 41-yard sprint. Um, but between uh, Carnes and uh, Meldrum, they had 19 carries in the second half. So obviously they were looking to run the clock a little bit more and and um, keep possession up the middle quite a bit more. Sure. Uh, I mean, it, it worked for West Central. It didn't work for for uh, Amboy, but you know, it's still a great game to watch. Yeah, fun game to watch. All kinds of stuff everywhere. I mean, uh, from the huge play last week to get here. Uh, to just, I mean, you know, West Central led the whole game tonight. They took the lead early and led the whole time, which has kind of been their M.O. Uh, but, again, props to Amboy. They played a good game defensively. They helped Rossi. They contained him and set the edge well. I uh, read in an article their their head coach, uh, Scott Payne, said that one of the things they were going to have to do was to set and hold that edge to keep Rossi from getting those big runs around the edge. And that's exactly what they did uh, to contain him. Uh, but what I love about that, and what I love about this team in that, is that you know, then you saw Meldrum and Carnes pick it up up the middle and getting five to six yards a pop and right. just making it almost impossible to stop them because they stopped Rossi and then you just march it down the field with the other two guys up the middle. And we talked about Carnes earlier about how, you know, how big and strong he is on that quarterback sneak. I mean, it's rare for him not to get four or five yards every time he does that. Yeah, um, and that's you know that's just huge, and it takes a lot of pressure off of Drosty or or Meldrum for that matter. So it was just a good all around performance. I think they mixed it up well enough to keep Amboy on their heels, and and it was it was enough to to pull out the victory. So yep, fun game all around. They're on the last couple couple people to get medals here uh, to here, and then I think they'll move on to the trophy. And so what we're going to do is while they do the trophy presentation. In just a second, we're going to take a little break and uh, stick with us for a minute. We're going to give uh, Coach Kirby a chance to come up here after that. And uh, if not, we'll, we'll get her signed off. But get, we're going to take a couple-minute break here, and we'll come back. Hopefully we can get Coach Kirby up here for a post-game interview. 
Again, your final score tonight, 44-36. The West Central Heat have defeated the Amboy uh, Clippers for the Indian uh, Football Association state title as they all gather around their giant trophy here right in the middle, uh, about the 50-yard line. Here come all the players. Big old tall trophy with the football on top. That's what every team wants to see at the end of the season. Uh, excited for them. Congratulations. Again, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back in a minute here or two and see if we can get Coach Kirby up here uh, to finish off the night. You're listening to Heat State Champion Football on Sunday 97.7 WMOI. Hey, well, welcome back to the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant, and we are here at uh, April's Orange Stadium on the uh, campus of Monmouth College where the West Central Heat, with a final score of 44-36, to have become the uh, state champions of the Illinois Eight-Man Football Association here uh, with a uh, win over the Amboy Clippers. Again, congratulations. They just received their trophies and their medals, uh, or trophy and their medals, and took a team picture. Uh, The players and fans are gathered on the field still celebrating, hugging. Uh, I believe that Coach Kirby is on his way up here. He uh, came up and uh, after the uh, interview, and he's coming up here right now to join us. And so we're going to get a little post-game interview here with uh, Coach Kirby. Coach. Oh, i got to turn you back up. That's my bad. Here we go. Now let's try that again. Congratulations, Coach. Hi, boys. State champion. How does that feel? West Central Heat. West Central Heat. State champs. You yeah. think it'll settle, uh, settle in yet? I'll tell you tomorrow. Settle in tomorrow, yeah. I'm sure it's overwhelming. Uh, but congratulations, Coach. What a game. What a season. What a game. Man, our kids. Wow. You know, they just... We told them a couple of keys at halftime that that would be the difference. But, you know, as much as anything we said, if if you get the, if you recover their onside kick and we get the ball, we'll go down and score, we'll be up 20, they won't, they won't make that up. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Just, there were there were a number of times tonight where I felt like Amboy was trying to make a, a push. They were yeah. starting to get some momentum. Well, dunk on it. Three throwing the ball off his back foot, making some hellacious throws, and eighty five is phenomenal. Oh gosh. He made a couple of crazy catches. Oh he's impossible to cover. Yeah. Yeah. Big kid, big kid, good hands. Uh but man, every time they seemed like they were getting momentum, you guys had some players that made some big plays. Big stops here, a pick, a knockdown on the fourth down, which I know every coach in the world would tell Drossi that the smart play was to knock down that first uh, turnover on down. But I'm up here going, that kid's fast. I want him catching that and running that because he's got a shot at running him back, which he did later. So he's still got a pick six. He could have had three interceptions tonight. So for as good as they are at some of that, the defense held up well against that uh, uh, that pass uh, passing attack, which they didn't do a ton of tonight. But yeah, they they did enough to keep it nervous. Yeah, um, yeah. But our run defense was was good enough that they had to go to that. And there were some times where when they had to go to it, they were in a situation where they they couldn't get that done. Yeah. And I mean, they just they couldn't. And that that's just you know when when you put people in a predictable down and down in distance, you just have an opportunity to be successful so much greater than than you do when it's uh, uh, a, 
shorter down a distance. And we, we know about two or three times in the second half we got them in that situation and with all the difference. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Coach, again, we're talking to head coach Jason Kirby here at the West Central State Champion Heat. Um, I don't want to keep you too long. I know there's all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, but we got to mention a couple players tonight. we got to mention Drosty, I think, and Meldrum and Carnes in specific. Those guys, I mean, Amboy did a great job of containing Drosty, comparatively speaking. Uh, he still made a huge impact. But when that didn't happen, you had Carnes and Meldrum putting the entire team and defense on their back and just slamming it up the middle for five or six yards a pop. I mean, what does that do for your offense and for Drosty to have that kind of consistency from those guys? Well, you know, it just it opens it back up for him. Mm-hmm. You know, Caden got a big first down there. I'm going this direction here in the, in the fourth. Yes. And he was able to get that because Mason and Parker were, were crushing them inside. Just crushing them inside. And they, yeah. had, they had to go to a different, they had to go to a reduction front. And when they went to the reduction front, it gave us a B gap, allowed us to kick, and, and yeah, just everything worked out. Yeah. Just well done. Uh, congratulations, Coach. Uh, again, I don't want to keep you too awful long. Any, any last words you want to give to everybody out there? That's uh, just that's going to listen to this now or maybe later. I'm just so happy for everybody in our community. I'm so happy for everybody at West Central that that they get to see our kids be, you know, elevated to this level. Yeah. And you know, our kids deserve it, but our community and our our people deserve to to feel this and be a part of this as well because you know they they were every bit as part of it as yep. well. And I just I'm happy that just to see everybody. So happy. And we talked at halftime, a huge turnout. What a turnout from your crowd, uh, from the communities for this game. Just an incredible night all around, Coach. <laughs> Again, congratulations, Coach. State champion, West Central Heat, uh, 2022. Uh, incredible season, undefeated, 13-0. and uh, That'll do it. How long before you start thinking of the next year? Oh, Monday. Monday? Uh, yeah, that, that's true. It's Sunday night, maybe, right? <laughs> I think I'll wait till Monday. Thank you. Wait till Monday. Nice, nice walk home. There you go. Okay. There you go. Well, congratulations, Coach. Enjoy it all. Soak it all in. Spend some time with the family and those kids. And uh, we look forward to seeing what you can do next year, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. Head Coach Jason Kirby here of the West Central Heat, the state champions of the 44-36 uh, victory over the Amboy Clippers here at April's Orange Stadium on Monmouth College's beautiful campus here. Uh, just a hard-fought game on both sides. West Central comes out on top. It's basically a home game for them, 20 minutes away from home. Right. Uh, just a huge night for them. Despite being freezing cold, they had a huge turnout, lots of energy, and a win to boot. Big that's, win. Big win. That's, that's what they came here for, so... Dad, any final words as we finish out? I think this is our last football game of the year. Yep, it is, and uh, I really have enjoyed uh, watching uh, the Heat the rest of the year. Uh, the last, there are four playoff games anyway, and uh, look forward to seeing some more of it next year. I mean, they've got some big shoes to fill, but you just never know from one year to the next. They've had a taste of it now, so you know that'll make the kids want it that much more for next year. Yep, really appreciate the opportunities to do this. Really appreciate all you people out there that are listening and have joined in with us uh, with West Central uh, postseason football here, as well as anybody who listened to us with United uh, regular season football. Uh, we love doing it all. Love the chance to get here and watch some games. 
love it even more when it's in a heated room like it was tonight. And uh, just super thankful for that. Again, thanks to all the people who are sponsoring uh, our uh, time on the air, the Belt the Cow Orchard, Flat Tire Service, Bi-County Insurance, Riverbank Fabrics, Country Financial, Tiffany and Cole, and Monmouth College, of course. Appreciate all the support from all the fans, friends, and family. Uh, thank you to Caden Rogers tonight, our board operator back at the station. Thanks to Dad, co-host and statistician extraordinaire, Ron Grant. Uh, always love doing these with you. And uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow to Monmouth College Fighting Scots uh, at 11.40 for the pregame. And check out if we'll be at any uh, West Central or any other local basketball games this year as we head into the winter. Again, one more time, congratulations to the West Central Heat state champions of the eight-man football association league in illinois 44-36 that's the final score tonight thank you all for joining us thank you for being a part of this for supporting it uh have a great night and a great weekend until next time we're signing off uh you're listening to heat football